The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Man, oh man. What's going on, world? You know it's your boy. Hey, man. Something very exciting going on right now. Right now. Yeah. Tish on yeah, the pod, sure. bro. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Tish, we got... Welcome back, Tish. Special welcome guest. back. Now I'm gonna tell you guys right now, we're not, we not quite, we don't know how long she's gonna be here for. But um she's here. She's here. So it's a good thing. It's a good day. It's a good yeah, day. Yeah. It's a good day. And we we don't know what the outcome of this episode is gonna be either, because we're using a new program. I told y'all I was tired of our last program. So we trying out a new program too. So we're gonna see how that works out for us too. Yeah, man. I'm excited about it. Got some nice little features in there. We see, you know, a lot of little different things now that I can talk shit about when, when people's <laughs> stuff ain't going like yeah. supposed to. It's a good thing. What we suspected on. about, what we suspected about Tish all along. We've been right about it all along. All along. All along. All along. All along. Thanks to the yeah. new program. Thank you. What's up with you, Tish? It's been a while since you uh, was on the pod, you know? You know, I, um, I'm i just, you know, out here living life. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just living it up. That's all. You know me. Having fun, Big baby. Man. You know, yeah. I'm in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Beyonce concert this uh-huh. week, you know? How was it? It was amazing. It was mm-hmm. amazing. We took the train up there. And um yeah, it it was it was real nice. It was real nice. So far? So far, yeah, up in LA. Yeah. You know who was Friday you know who show. else was there? Oh, Friday? The Friday show, yeah. Uh what show did you go to, Damon? I went to the old Saturday show, man. Oh, so you wanted to go see Beyonce? Yeah, on Saturday. it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't disappoint me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had some luck on my side, man. Tell you the truth, man. I guess sometimes it's about who you know, man. So I had got my my seats was like in the in the in the three hundreds, mm-hmm. right? Which ain't ain't bad. It ain't, it ain't bad, bad, but it ain't. But it ain't. It ain't. It ain't that though. It right? goes and to what four hundred, right? No, it goes higher than that, like five hundred and something, oh, right? Okay. But. The issue is they didn't have the monitor going. You know, they got a monitor go from like 80 yard line to 80 yard line, big ass screens, whatever. They didn't have mm-hmm. that going. Right. So now if you way up there, you better get your guy, you better get your shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some binoculars <laughs> and shit. Right. But guess what? My wife knows some people who know some people got me down there in the one hundreds. Oh, nice. So now nice. I'm right there in the one hundreds, you know, probably not better than Tish, but you know what I'm saying? I was down there in the one hundreds, like right there, right there, yeah. man. So it was, so it was, I think maybe position wise, being in the one hundreds, you may have been better than mine. Like mm-hmm. what were you on left, right or middle or which corner uh, from the front to left, left. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was kind of so, like right there from the beginning. When you come all the way out, I was like yeah. right there in that little in that in, that, in the beginning, right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was in the out. So I was, yeah. In a box. In, you probably in a box. I, I was in the owners' suites. Mm. You know, free food, free drinks. 
And, um, you know, but it was nice. Like we weren't as close as you were. I don't think, I think you may have gotten a closer look, but I mean, yeah, it was still nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was still nice. Yeah. Free drinks, free food. Yeah. So she, she making a lot of money off this tour. Uh, Beyonce is a pretty popular music artist, right? For those, for the uninformed bunch. I got a question though about Beyonce. It's a question. What, like, what's the draw with her? Like, why, why is it that so many people like, I hear her compared to like some artists that's like timeless artists, you mm-hmm. know? And I, and I like, what puts her there? Well, I think it's, <clears throat> go ahead, Tish. I, I think it's her artistry. Like, she don't half-ass do nothing. She's like number one EP all the way. <laughs> she sustained superior performer. Her show, whenever you go to her show, you always going to get a real good show. Like the production of the show was amazing. Best show I've ever been to. Like with the, um, the artistry, the, like the, the visuals, like everything. Um, she's consistent consistently putting out good music and then at this point i think because it's beyonce no matter if she did put out something that's not all that great it's still gonna get the traction and because she has diehard fans that's gonna stick with her no matter what and i'll tell you this this last renaissance i wasn't like a huge fan of it at first when it first came out but it grew on me though so Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree, you, I, I agree with everything she said, but she always got the number one, the number one team on everything she do. That that comes from like I know she don't write everything, but she got the number one writers out there, right? She got mm-hmm. everything, like like you know. And then she changes her thing. She don't just go by the same little Beyonce same thing. She's changed it up. But on top of all that, man, have you ever seen like a Beyonce album that that drops and she not hitting like five number ones off a of damn there? Now, I don't know about this last one because I, I don't know for facts, but bro, every album I, I can remember, she put about five number ones out on that one album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like most every time. So, and then we're not going to get to performing, bro. The performance of what she was out there doing, man, was like a whole nother level. And it was like the best. Like, and I've been to a, you know, I, I ain't the, the biggest concert person, but, you know, I've been to a couple of them now, you know, and, and yeah. this was by four. <laughs> by far the yeah. best thing I ever freaking, you know, been to, man, when it comes yeah. to the, to her performing. Yeah. Do she get like measured against like urban acts or when people like measuring her, they measuring her against all, all genres? I'm going to say probably measure against all me. Um, and, and I'm, I'm like, now nah, I'm talking from what I'm seeing though. I'm sure some acts out there that's, that's a blow your mind away too. Um, but, I think she probably all oh, man. She's 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 a beast, bro. And then I learned even a little more. I used to like think, okay, she's more of a performer than singer, bro. But she can blow too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm I'm telling the live shit she was doing. I was like, okay, like yeah. she can she, she can blow. Yeah. What, what about you, T? Do 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 she get measured against like all acts, or do she get measured against urban acts? I think all her her music kind of transcend transcends all of them. Like okay. you put her in a pop category, and she's gonna rock with that too. Like she has songs like her her flavor just kind of changes a little bit. It's not all like straight up R and B. Some of it have like a techno feel. Um, 
So I, I think it is measured against all of them. And then what, what you were saying earlier about her album drop and then you're going to get like five number ones. You don't even get a notice. Like there's no promo about her album. It's just drop. Yeah, that's because it's and Beyonce. And it sells. Or yeah, it's well, nobody buys it's records no more, but <laughs> streams. Yeah. Like it streams hard with no anticipation or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I know it's like a crime. Give, like, give me your, give us your rundown. Though. You have not, like, right. I ain't got to. I, I, I have the, don't like, you know, I don't like billboard hits, like chart topping hits. Like Rihanna has more hits than Beyonce on billboard, like chart topping. And I think a lot of people don't know that are, are Rihanna, mm-hmm. right? That's the real way to pronounce her name, Rihanna. Like, I don't think a lot of people know she has more hits like on billboard than Beyonce has. Um, I, but, I most definitely didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. Yeah, she got more than most uh, hmm. most uh, artists that's women. And, I, and and that's why I think like it's a sliding scale when it comes to Beyonce because I think people have a thing they think about Beyonce. Then it's like the real like stats, like the numbers, like who did what, who has more, who does what. And I think a lot of people would be surprised about like where Beyonce actually falls in actual like numbers compared to like the Mariah Carey's, the Madonna's, the Rihanna, the Rihanna's, like that group of artists. Like, uh, hey, then she just, I thought, then Beyonce just get a, uh, like, I saw something when she got the most Grammys, the music Grammys, Grammys right? Mm-hmm. Like ever, right? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. She, she, she got, like, we would have to really look at the, like, really see what it is. But yeah, she just, she got more Grammys than mostly everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's a lot of, like, the vocal, the vocal category, for instance, like, my vocalist, male vocalist, I got Luther up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Luther Vandross. But then when you look at women, you got, like, man, you got, like, Celine Dion's. Like, you got, like, big Whitney. powerhouse. Whitney is... Probably yeah. the the best. Yeah. You know, Winnie Houston is probably the best vocalist yeah. there is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I I I just think sometimes it's just, I like Beyonce like everybody else. Yeah. But I think sometimes with her it's a sliding scale. Cause I think we know what we see. She yeah. she's an urban artist who who came up in a time where like urban, like that was like a genre and she wasn't the biggest yet. Like when she went solo, she wasn't the biggest yet. Now her name is like kind of supersedes like yeah. anything. Like her reputation right. is like it's her yeah. name. Like she yeah. she's just there with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's some big ass artists out there. You got your Taylor Swift. You got your Adele's. You got like, you know, all of those artists. I just hats off though. I just, I got a little hate in me, but it's, you know, you're not supposed I to hate Beyonce. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're not, Swift you're not, yeah. You write about that shit. Taylor Swift selling the yeah. shit out of some she <laughs> she is. selling too, boy. Yeah. She I, so is. My, yeah, and my issues don't be with the, the artists. My issue be with the fan bases who don't do the proper assessments before they say certain things. That's all. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. We be like, you know say this. <laughs> yeah, all right. She got more hits than I'm like. She got more hits than everybody. Yeah, Nah, she ain't got more hits than Rihanna. No, not at all. But, and, and like we could look it up right now, but no, nah, she definitely don't. Nah, got we ain't gonna look it up. We even the fans look it up. Yeah, man. even even up. Rihanna, right? It's funny because like most people don't know, like that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah, it's not Rihanna. Her name not Rihanna. Yeah, like. If she says it, she won't even say it. I think she's like, yeah, so people just kept calling me that. So like, that's yeah, kind of, I said, oh, but her name is really Rihanna. That's how it's pronounced. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, and, and more people starting to pronounce it that way, but you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. 
So we got a little bit of old news. It's not really like new on the streets, um, but I saw it and it was new to me. But Fleet Week is coming to Miami uh-huh. in 2020. Yeah. Three, right? Yeah. Oh, 2024, 2024. So, South Florida's Fleet Week is moving to Miami. He said Fleet Week. Did I say Okay. Uh, I just, it sounds, <laughs> Miami Fleet Week sounded like Miami it sounds, Fleet Week. I was, it sounds very much alike. That was them. That was them. <laughs> Yeah. South Florida's Fleet Week is moving to Miami next year after more than three uh, decades in Fort Lauderdale. Second Ave. Second half, Carlos Del Toro, Miami-Dade, uh, Mayor Daniela Levine Cava, and other officials made the announcement at Port Miami. So my question is, <laughs> how many NJPs do you think is going to come out of Fleet Week Miami? Dang, not just NJPs. I'm talking about big-time incidents. Yes. It's, I mean, it's like, like drug rings yeah. down there. Bro. You got the cartel down there. Y'all, please be safe. <laughs> be sa- sailors. Be please. safe. Please buddy be safe. System. Exactly. <laughs> whatever, whatever they going to have them on lockdown so hard. They going to have them on lockdown out there? so hard. You going out there, Tish? No. Oh, I was about to say, you still going to Fleet Weeks, bro? No, I'm not going. <laughs> not going. I'm just thinking about the burden of being the LN. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Just, it's been out yeah. there before, though, right? It's been, a, has it been out there before? Three I feel like I was. It says three decades. Oh, no, I know. I was about to say, I feel like I was out there. I wasn't out there three decades ago. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I went to New York, but I, yeah, so I went, right. I mean, they don't have a good time out there. The oh, food yeah. is super fucking expensive out there, though, in, mm. in Miami. You know, certain places you go, like Barton G, some of those little, like, upscale yeah. spots, you're spending a lot of money on that food. Yeah, man. that's true. That's you true. Know? I might have to go. I might have to go. You know, they got yeah, the Cubano. They said through the 13th. Yeah. Go ahead and yeah. hit it up. I'm going to give bro. me a Cubano out there, I'm man. Gonna I'm going to be up in Cali praying for you, bro. For real? I'm straight. You know, I, I'm on that. It's, it's a certain path, you know, when you out in them streets, like a sophisticated right. path that yeah. you take. Yeah. You know, I take exactly. The, exactly. I, take I was actually looking at going for my birthday path. next year. So that's in March, though. Yeah. Mm, Pisces life. I'll be up in Cali praying for you, girl. Yeah, you be all right out there. You be all right out I'll there. Just, I'll just mess with you. Have some fun. Have some fun out there, man. Yeah, I had a good time. Oh, so something funny to me happened, right? So I was um at the gas station on base and um mm. I saw an E2. Uh no, it wasn't a gas station, it was the exchange, and I saw a, a E2 getting up out of a Tesla. Uh. <laughs> I got one question for you. What's up? How you know I was E2? Because he was in uniform. Oh, okay. That's all. That was the only question. He was in uniform. He was he was E2. Uh a seaman. And he had on or he had uh he was driving a Tesla. And I just thought that that was kind of funny because I know my first car, I had a Honda. A Honda Mm -hmm. Accord. And it wasn't even like the current year, nothing like that. I couldn't afford no Tesla when I was a little junior sailor. So not saying he can't, but I'm just saying like, would you allow your sailor 
that's f- fresh in the Navy, just joined. <laughs> they got their little LES. They about to go on miles of cars wait. Mm-hmm. Would you let them buy a Tesla? Or what would your response be if they came back and was like, senior, I bought a Tesla? <laughs> Well, I mean that kind of that kind of changes the, the the question a little bit, man. So some of these kids come in, they got they come from a little bit of money when they come in, so it could be a little bit different. It but if be. he didn't have shit and all that stuff, we have, we have to have some. I have to send him no financial counseling. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Let him holler at you uh, to make sure you on you on the up and up because you don't want that headache, man. That's a that's a whole nother headache uh, mm-hmm. when you have somebody that's that's desperate and ain't got nowhere to go. You know what I mean? Like, right. and it's happening out there, man. When you get these, oh, yeah. these bills and they start, you know, coming and coming and coming. I, and I'm getting, I'm going to tell you, it happened to me a little bit, man. I remember one time, man, I had a $32 paycheck, man. Oof. You yeah. know what I mean? When I was younger, because I had so much stuff coming out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. much stuff that was like $32, for like two pay periods. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And those dealerships, like, they'll put them, they'll put them in anything. The ones that's right yeah. outside the base. Uh, yeah, I was on cars and miles right there. I, I I got the car. I got a, my first car was right outside the gate. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm talking about right there. Eighteen percent got me. Yeah, got me right there. Yeah, a '95 Escort. I paid for that thing like five or six years, bro. <laughs> yeah, got me. But you know what? Hey, I paid for that. But I learned so much, man. Was when I'm talking, even when I talk to sailors, bro. I, I, that experience is is crazy. I was like, "What yeah. you doing?" I be asking some serious questions, right? Because I've been through that shit. So yeah, actually, my first car, I went with my um, two first classes. They took me to buy my first car. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So that that was that was real dope. Like, I ain't know nothing about cars. They were like, you know, they had me get my pre-approval and everything. They showed me how to do that. And um, we went to the dealership. That they, I picked out the car that I wanted online and then we went there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they had the car. And they were like, all right, pick something else on the lot. So I was like, well, my price. They were like, just pick what you want on the lot. I was like, all right, I want that one. It was a red Honda Accord. They were like, all right, cool. So the guy, he was like talking money to the dealer and then the chick she was like rubbing on his head sitting like she was ready to look they were ready to do whatever to get me in the car and I got in the car okay at the price that I needed it to be in that most definitely that most definitely yeah I I went by myself I went by myself like a dumbass (laughs) me too they sold me a car without insurance I ain't have insurance they still sold me the car you know (laughs) Bad, you know. I just I'm still had a car. They like, yo, we can still get you in the. I'm like, yeah, I ain't got insurance. Hey, you good? We can still get you in the car. You don't need insurance to get a car. You just gotta have insurance. I was like, all right, well, get me in a car. You know what I mean? They like, matter of fact, we sell cars, but we also got an insurance company. So after you get the car, we gonna hook you right up. But yes, you know. In the interim, I would like to say this. I would like to give a special shout out to Beyonce Knows Carter. I listened to your Renaissance album and I love the <laughs> Renaissance album. The first time that I heard it, I know when I hear perfectionism and that was perfectionism at its finest, you know? Mm. So I do want to stop and do that. And shout out to the, the Beehive. That's what it's called, right? The Beehive. Yes. Shout out to the Beehive. All of you, you are the true, true, true expression of what support looks like. And more people need people like the Beehive to have their back. 
All right, we can get back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, gonna I just be like, to make that sure. Can y'all support us like that? <laughs> That's what I no, thought you were trying no, to go no, into. No, okay, like, yeah. can you know, we get the beehive support? No, I, I just know, like, after this episode, it's going to be like the men in black, like, waiting outside <laughs> in cars and ready for me. Like, cancel, cancel action. Beyonce get right. a hold of you and you done, man. <laughs> I'm thinking about, like, Carrie Hilson and. Like, yeah, man. No, I, I want no smoke. I just asked <laughs> one question and that was it. But yeah, so, you know, my first car was an Expedition. It was an 05 Expedition and the cops took it when I was on my first deployment. And it's a very mm. long story. It was in Philly. A family member had it, got pulled over. Philly, yo, family member. <laughs> <laughs> what, else can, what else you really want me to say? I ain't gonna get into the story. But it was a $14,000 car. I only had it for like a year and I still had to pay that, the rest of that $14,000. So I took, I took a lot of lumps. I took a lot of lumps in, early in my career because the same time, at the same time, and we talked about this on the pod, so I ain't going to get into it. But at the same time, I went to that place they told you not to go to and I bought a TV and a PlayStation <laughs> and I put it on my car for automatic mm. payments. And when I got the deployment, they was like, oh yeah, your automatic payment request didn't go through. So you got to come in. And I'm like, I can't come in. I'm on deployment. You know, I'm going to be in Rome in about two weeks. They said, oh, no problem. We just take the money out your paycheck, you know, with the interest rate that we added. So that's pretty much your whole fucking paycheck for the rest of your deployment. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, you yeah. can keep the PlayStation and the TV as yeah. we charge you five, you know, X, however five much times, it's really right. worth. Crazy, you know. So I, I definitely learned my lessons. I, I took my. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. My family, like, <laughs> my mom listened to the five, and I felt so bad about this part. But yeah, they was like selling dinners to try to get my car back. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, mom. Fish fries. But the dinner money never went back to the car. You know, the dinner money <laughs> never went went back, and, and it. My mom never really, I don't, well, in, in those years, she didn't, I guess she didn't really understand like why I was, I didn't really care that much. You know, I never cared. I, I talk about it and I've talked about it over the time, but I, I never really care about things that I sign up for. You know what I mean? So if you jump in a water full of sharks, like if I jump in a water full of sharks and a shark bite my dad's leg off, uh, it was my fault a little bit. Right. You know, I knew, I knew what, what I, I, I knew the risk, you know, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like my motto. If I take in a risk and I still make a decision, then shit, it's on me. I can't really right. get upset. You know yeah. what I mean? If I let, if I let Angeline drive my car and it come back crash, well, you know, <laughs> I let, <laughs> I let her drive. Like, shit. Maybe it be crash. Maybe a room, hey, room scrape you, a little bit. <laughs> Love you, babe. Love you. When, yo, when she, when Angelique crashed my car on the garage, like, I knew we had a problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she, I'm like, what happened, babe? It's funny because she not, she not nowhere in the vicinity of me. So, the vicinity of me, so I could joke a little bit. So I'm like, what happened? Like, so she's like, yo, she came in. She's like, I got to tell you something, babe. I was like, what's up? She's like, I crashed the car a little bit. I was like, uh-huh. So then I go down and she crashed it. She crashed it. Saying like backing into the, you got to back into the garage or whatever when we was in Cali, but the crash was like in the front of the car. So I'm like, how the fuck you crash the car backing into the garage though, babe? She was like, no, nah, I was back then, but I felt like the car was off center, 
So I pulled back out. And when I pulled out, that's when I crashed. The I said, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. The e- e- E2 with a Tesla. That's what I'll say about that. Number one, like Damon was saying, these kids, they coming from money now. But also, mm-hmm. I think, you know, and I think just rounding up everything we just said, I think this generation of young people manage their money a lot better than our generation of young people. Yeah. That's yeah. facts there, bro. Yeah. No doubt and, about that. Yeah. And people, yeah. And y'all people of this generation, y'all young people of this generation, don't just discredit us, you know, because I know how they thinking like, oh yeah, because we fucking, no, we the ones that's giving y'all this information so y'all could be better at managing y'all money. All that earning right, yeah. leisure, all that shit y'all watching and listening to, Mm-hmm. They people from our generation. They people right. that's our age. <laughs> teaching yeah. y'all how to better manage y'all money. Even though there's some young people on YouTube and stuff, super mm-hmm. young, like mid to early 20s, like really telling these young people how to manage their money and stuff like that. Right. You know, we yeah. had sellers catch, we had sellers catch, catch like all the stock crazes on deployments. Like dudes was making like 80,000 in a week and stuff like that on the shit. Dang. What you going to tell him? on our shit we had a seller catching all that GameStop money all that when people was becoming mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. millionaires overnight and we had a seller that was 100,000 like yo I made 100,000 this week chief 80,000 100,000 so these Ooh. sellers they they way smarter they, they, they ask more questions right. they know more and they they, they do more they manage their money better how was his uh, attitude? Was oh, the he... seller? Yes. He was cool as hell. Yo, he lost a little bit of it too. You know, he's taking those okay. risks, man. He, he took a hit a little bit later, I found out. But he cool though. He's super cool. I don't want to say his name. He know uh, if like people know who he is. He was, he was cool about it. And he, he didn't mind telling people the information. But a lot of that, a lot of that stuff had to do with timing. Like you had to, yeah. you know, right. and I don't, and I don't just mean like you had to, be there at the right time, like w- when it was going on, but time of day, like, you know, right. you had to know at the right time of day when, uh, like pull out, you had to know, you know, and all these people, they going off Reddit, all this information mm-hmm. they seeing, but yeah, he got lucky, but yeah, you, he, he, he already like seemed like performance good. wise, like he was, he was still good. Like he wasn't like, what if oh, he wasn't ever good? And, and so that was the point before you start. I was about to get to that point, right? What if he never was good? Like, like, like you know, what if he never was that squared away from the beginning? But no, he wasn't a bad. I, honestly, he wasn't an engineering. Um, he was a pretty, every encounter that I ever had with the seller, the seller was pretty positive. I can't speak to his work ethic. I can't speak to mm-hmm. nothing like that, but I can speak to his character. Yeah, normal seller of his rank, like sometimes silly stuff. You know, sometimes not, but nothing to yeah. me that was that was like out of the ordinary. Even yeah, right. as the money started coming in, what Stay I will now. say, yeah, what I will say is he did want to put extra effort into like training and teaching other people how to do that. But you know, mm. some sellers that own like second classes at this point that got like eight houses that they own. There's people yeah. out here getting it. Yeah, you know, if I knew then what I know now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you knew it. You knew it. You just didn't take it. I guess so. Right, I mean, it, was, it, it wasn't available like it is now either. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's yeah. the difference nowadays with money mm-hmm. things. With money things, is you could see it. Like somebody, like right. you know, like back in our back in my days as a young kid, I would get uh, what you can't, what you shouldn't do. Like 
don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And it's like the people that's telling you, well, the people that was telling me, they didn't really have the alternative. They just knew what I shouldn't do. Uh-huh. But nowadays, you know, these kids going on YouTube, they seeing people like, here's how I got this Tesla. Here's mm-hmm. how I got this Ferrari. Do this, do this, do this. Right. And hit me up, DM me, check on me. Let's check back. I could, sh- I could share with you my portfolio, all that. It's just mm-hmm. different, yeah. yo. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. We was hearing people like, yo, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Read Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, I, yeah. I read them. <laughs> I, I read them. I know, I know what I'm supposed to do, but. How you know? do you actually apply yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. But since we are there, I want to get to toxic Navy errors, right? And I want to hear from y'all what y'all think were some toxic Navy errors that y'all went through, right? So I don't, you know, I want to say like y'all go all the way back to like civil rights and some shit that y'all ain't <laughs> go through, right? So for mine is two. The first one is PTS, right? I don't want to get too deep into it, but PTS kicked a lot. Of, so PTS, for the people that don't know, that's perform to serve. Um, and that was, is what waypoints, uh, kind of became a rendition of what it was, but that pretty much like, I, again, we're not going to get too deep, but that kicked a lot of people out that was good and that loved the Navy. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people that loved the Navy got kicked out because of PTS performed the serving. One of y'all could elaborate more if y'all want, but I like this for the people who kind of know what, uh, PTS is. And then, the, um, the other toxic trait. The other toxic era at the Navy, it was like around the same time, but it was like when you were at, like when asking for help just meant you didn't know how to do your job. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, uh, I, I don't know if you ever went through that era, David, but it's an era where it's like, yo, can I get some help with scared? Oh, you telling me you don't know how to like be a works in a soup him too? Nah, I'm just saying that I don't know this part is scared. You know what I'm saying? So right. they, they were my two toxic eras. What about y'all? I would say one of them would be um, alt cardio. Those those leaders that like if you doing alt cardio, they like uh uh-uh. uh. It's like frowned upon. <laughs> like, 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 but they giving us these options, and I got bad knees. Like I remember the yeah. first time I was like, because I used to run, and so I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to do the treadmill. And then this master chief was like, oh no. Oh no, you need to you you shouldn't be doing that. You need to be running. The sailors need to run. You think mm-hmm. if, if if a fire break out, you're gonna be able to get on a treadmill? And I was like, <laughs> was Master Chief in shape? Yeah. But not oh, like shit. extremely in shape. She just used yeah. to run, but she, I mean, <laughs> she was older. She had like 30 minutes. <laughs> Do her little 30 minute mile and a half. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she doing a little trot, <laughs> the little run yeah. skip around the track. Yeah, the little, yeah, <laughs> little skip run, man. Like you about to You're fight right. somebody. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the same kind of the same era as Tisha. But before I get into the the BCA, that's mine. But I'm gonna go back to this this alternate cardio real quick, man. So I was at I was a CFL at ATG, right, Midpac in Hawaii. And uh-huh. I had this captain, bro. He ran. And, and Tish, you said something earlier about you got options, right? But right. really, that's the CO's that's option. The CO's. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. It, ain't, it ain't the sales right. option. It, it's right. his it's option CO's. if he want right. to do it or not, right? So it's a little bit different, right? So I had this, this CO, man. He ran a mile and a half, like 834. Right? Damn. 
And he Damn. and he came out and he said the only people who can be on alternate cardio is somebody who has a medical condition to like they couldn't they couldn't uh, run. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you can run, you was running. running. <laughs> Period. It was no end unless you got some kind of doctor thing saying your knee jacked up, your ankle jacked up, or whatever, bro. That started up, and then I'm at a senior command, right? It's an E six and above command, right? <laughs> I'm talking about boy, them old heads in there. Was, boy, boy, they hey, they they want to talk to everybody about that shit, bro. But I'm gonna tell you something else. All types of complaints. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you another thing too, man. And um, and I may talk a little bit about it later, but. The BCA man at that point where it was kicking people out, right? When it was like that, that 22% and mm-hmm. people, we was losing some good sailors to BCA at mm-hmm. one point, yeah. and, and, which led us to a lot of stuff changing. People may not understand. They just come in. They man, why people be this and be that? Because we kicked out so many good sailors before because of BCA. Now the priority was different. Right, the priority of of um, uh, PT was different back then. Right, it was <laughs> it was a big deal. Like that, like right. okay, you can't you can't PT. Man. <laughs> Shit, you a P sailor. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that 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 didn't change now, right? So back then, bro, that was a huge ass deal back then, man. When we were kicking people out for that BCA, twenty two percent was huge, bro. Yeah, huge. Yeah, man. Speaking of huge. Uh, Cicely Aguilar. I'll let, I'll let other people figure out the pun on that. <laughs> but Cicely Aguilar, uh, the only living suspect in Vanessa Guillen's murder, sentenced to 30 years in prison. Right. So my question to y'all, I don't think, do I need to read, like, do I need to give a rerun down of like what part she played into in this whole, in the whole uh, death of Vanessa Guillen? Or y'all know? Yeah, well, we talked about it a couple times on on here. So, yeah, so so that's the max. So, thirty years is the max uh, sentence that she could get for the part that she played, the role that she played into the murder uh, of Vanessa again, where she was an accessory to the murder, um, and she got false statements uh, to her rep- to her representation and things like that. And um, she was a part of dismembering and disposing. Um, trigger warning. Sorry, she was a part of dismembering and disposing the body, um, helping her boyfriend dismember and dispose the body of Vanessa Guillen. So thirty years is the most. But then she cooperated. But then things got weird. You know where some some stuff was a lie and stuff like that. And we all know that God committed suicide. He went on a run and committed suicide. Stuff like that. Uh, the question that I have for y'all is. Do y'all think, and this is what the, the family is happy. The family is, uh, they, they are satisfied that she got the max sentence that she could get. Um, do y'all think 30 years is enough in y'all own opinion? Not speaking about the law. Uh, do y'all think 30 years is enough time for Cicely Aguilar? No. Yeah, I mean, well, like, <laughs> I'm going to say 30 years is a long time, man. Right. Yes. It will never, ever take the place of what was done mm-hmm. <laughs> ever. Right. But time does heal certain things. Right. Time. Right. When I say that, I mean, like for the family, they always going to miss their girl. You know what I mean? And that, that's deep. That's deep rooted. Um, 30 years, though. 
I'm gonna tell you this. I don't know exactly the ruling. Like it's a thirty years to life or whatever. But hey, no, no, she got 30, time, thirty. She 30, didn't. 30 she didn't murder. Yeah. yeah, she she didn't kill. Okay, Vanessa. okay, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a long time, man. Uh, to be locked up. I don't know how old she is right now, but I'm sure she's gonna be an old lady when she get out. Um, of, of prison. Mm-hmm. But the the next thing is, I say this, man. If it ain't thirty, then what? You know what I mean, she didn't actually do the killer. I mean, like, like she didn't actually did. She didn't actually murder, um, but she played a part in you know the afterwards of it and all. Like this, this whole thing could have came to a close probably a whole lot sooner. You know what I mean? And what it was, but then you got to look at it and look at time too. Like it's a lot of cases out there that somebody was you know helping or doing something. What they got? What, what happened with them? And all this type of stuff too that you got to look at. But thirty years is a long time. Yeah. So she's 24 years old right now, just so okay. we track. She's 24 years yeah. old. Yeah, I just, my opinion is that for someone to do something like that gruesome, like, even though she didn't do the actual killing, like, what she did after the fact was just, like, horrible. Like, I couldn't even imagine doing something like that. And so, like, I think 30 years, not enough. She needs to need to be in there forever because if somebody can mentally do that with a boyfriend, they don't need to be on the streets at all. Like something is mentally wrong with them. Just keep them locked up. And she's 20 something. She's going to be 50 something. She still, you know, she can still get out and she still could have a life after that. And yeah. And I don't think she deserves that. Like just keep her ass in there. And let her rot in there because of like the magnitude of what she did after. Like you said, it could have came to an end a long time ago. Like if she knew what happened and like she didn't play no part in it and she was just withholding information, then that's one thing. But you sitting there actively like dismembering and getting rid of like, nah, you are just as guilty as the person who committed it. Y'all all in there together. She should do her time and his since he committed suicide. Both of them. Let's go ahead and add both of them on hers. And I'm Damn, That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to be honest with you. Why I think it's tough is because sometimes things can happen and you don't even know. Like it just happened. But you you part of the team, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you part of the team. Right. So now you got to say, OK, what do I do right now? Now, I've been put in this situation. Now, she's put in a situation that she had to make a choice right now. She didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't kill the, the, the young lady. But right. she got to make a choice now. And boy, that choice costs her 30 years, man. The choice it's, that she it's one made. Of those, when your parents yeah. say, if somebody rob a bank, you're going to rob it with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's what? different. The difference is she didn't kill him. Right. Yeah. She was an accessory after the murder. He, he after, yeah, well, he, she didn't yeah. kill her. She was her. an accessory mm-hmm. after the murder. He killed Vanessa. Right. Yeah. She was accessory. Like on some, you know, sometimes they got, and again, I'm not giving my hot or cold on this one, but sometimes they got, I think y'all doing a good job at giving two different, you know, points of view. But sometimes they have like crime or passion type shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, I think what Damon talking about is like being caught up in, Mm-hmm. The passion part of what happens because this dude now is like, hey, I just did some shit. You know, I killed I, I, I killed somebody. What the fuck? Help me out. You yeah. know, and she was probably going to hold him and this just us like rest well yeah. of Vanessa again and like prayers to our family. Y'all know how much we care about her. 
she was probably going to hold this guy down until he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of blew her hole. Then she was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. The only, the only other part about this that I want to say is this. Um, and again, like we said, the family satisfied with the sentence because it's the max that she could get. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, every, like I agree with all your points, uh, Tish, and I'm like, like hope, hopefully a listener is listening too, but I also agree with everything Damon said. And y'all could keep, you know, kind of talking about this after this last point that I want to say. But I think we downplay like what prison is so much in society, period. Like, I think we downplay what 30 years in prison is. Mm-hmm. Like, like 30 years in prison is a long fucking time. Yeah. In prison, like, like in prison, like, like, I don't know who, you know, unless you crazy as hell when you get in a death sentence or whatever, like you did something crazy. That's a, I, I just think 30 years is a long fucking time to be in prison. And I'm not saying she don't deserve that either, but I'm just saying, I think sometimes we're desensitized to prison sentences as Americans because mm-hmm. of some of the, sen- like people be getting like 300 years or whatever, right. repeated life sentences. And I think sometimes we get desensitized to what that really is. Like, I don't want to be in prison for fucking Five hours. Five minutes, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, no. right. Like, like yeah, no, hey, you're just going to do lunch. You're just going to do lunch here. No, I'm not going to do fucking lunch here. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm interested in if y'all had any more points about what y'all was talking about. No. Yeah. Uh, well, um, <laughs> you're right, Odomo. Like, the, the time in, in prison is, is huge, man. And not only that, this, this incident itself. Right now, she's in prison. Everyone knows this case. She's not safe. <laughs> she's not safe nowhere. So if they put her in 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 um what they call it in in Jeep in, in General Pop. Pop, she might not make it thirty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She just might not make it thirty years. So now you are pretty much going to be locked down for thirty years. And then when you do go somewhere, you are being like watched and and then escorted and all this type of stuff. But I don't want to like. I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying, but I don't want to downplay the whole incident either, though. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah, that yeah, serious, yeah. right? But um, 30 years is a long time, though. Hey, Tish, I got a question for you, though. What's that? Do you think somebody has to have, like, a certain degree of, like, sickness in them to even take part in that type of thing? For that, yes. Like, dismembering? Yes. It has to be something psychologically wrong with you. If you can do that. And mm-hmm. you didn't, if, if you were the one that actually killed the person, then maybe because now it's like, it's, it's like a self-preservation type thing. Like I got to do this. Otherwise I'm going to jail. But if you ain't even do it and you just going to cut somebody up, sorry. Um, and you just going to do that. And you're not even the one that committed the murder. Like there has mm-hmm. to be something psychologically wrong with you. And for a boyfriend, listen, <laughs> never. Never, mm-hmm. ever. It's that, it's that passion. I don't know. It's yeah, crazy. It's the, it got to yeah, be a, a whole lot of passion. Yeah, but I agree. I would. I I do agree with Tish with that though. I mean, it got to be some mental issues going on right there, man. Um, to 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 finish that, man. Whatever you guys right. were trying to do, whatever. I mean, like like you said, like you said, Tish, the guy that did it. I can kind of see he trying to do what he got to do, trying to trying to clear, you know, trying to right. get rid of the evidence or whatever. Right. But 
but the, but her to follow along and 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 do this and and the way it was described, like it's crazy. Yeah, right. you know I mean? there has to really be sick. some type of evil in somebody in order to do something like that, and that's the reason why I was like, you know, it should be longer than thirty thirty years because I'm just solely looking at the mentality of the person. Like, do I want this person out on the streets in thirty years? Like, w- can they be rehabilitated? Like, can they? Do you think that like everybody that? can? Do you think everybody could be rehabilitated? No. What about you, Dan? No. And I, and then I I think also on top of that I think depending on the incident we should even try. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. Depending Damn. on what, depending <laughs> on what. No, I'm be honest. I'm be honest. With you. Depending true. on what they yeah. do, they should even don't even try. Waste, waste the resources. Wasting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So yes, we just had some banter about this whole topic. I want to cap it off with uh, rest well to the beautiful, hard work and. Uh, inspirational, heroic Vanessa Guillen. Rest well to her and her family, who's also beautiful souls, uh, worked very hard at like everything that they did to avenge uh, the murder of her. Um, And they've changed just my, uh, the way I see things. And I think they impacted a lot of people across the country and maybe around the world for, with their bravery and their heroism and stuff like that. So I definitely want to shout them out and appreciate them and everything like that. Um, Outside of this conversation that, you know, we just had just kind of exploring uh, if this girl should be, well, this woman should be, you know, sentenced longer or if, if it was fair. Uh, that family and Vanessa Guillen deserve all the flowers all the time. Absolutely. You know, that was just us kind of going through that. Now, no, they, really, like, they really went against like, you know, some powerful, like they, they hit a lot of adversity. They went you know, always tr- to fucking DC. Right. Right. It wasn't easy. A lot of people would not have had the um, strength to even like push through and and try to fight it because, you know, some people just kind of shut down or they just can't deal with it. Like they're trying to deal with healing from the loss of their daughter or, you know, sister sister and all that. And now you got to like go and fight against the government and fight against the military and cover it like that's a lot to have to do so yeah definitely um yeah it's, a, it's always that. yeah it's always a touching story yo every time yeah. i think about it yeah. everything like I, i'm just the like one of the beautiful parts about it is that it happened to a woman with a family that powerful you know mm-hmm. what i'm i'm saying like like that's like the thing that I find in it when I when I watch the story like right. I'm so happy her family was who her family was and able mm-hmm. to like do this because some people like you said you know my mom got a whole story about one of her friends who was at a serial killer in Philly's house and her family came to the house um serial killer uh Gary Honick right that's his name y'all like you go look him up crazy serial killer like they got like characters like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lamb. It's like based off of Gary Honick, right? Mm. But her her family came to the house looking for her. And um, she was in the house when the family came. But, you know, he said she wasn't there or he ain't know or something like that. And they pretty much just turned away. You know, they, okay, she's not there. She was there, you know. Later on, he killed her. Like gruesomely, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna get into that. You know, he's a serial killer. He was 
very gruesome stories. But later on, he killed her. But in the moment when they came and knocked on the door, she was in that house, you know, mm. in that basement, in that wow. basement. You know what I'm saying? So uh, sometimes we need, you know, those. And again, that's not an indictment against that family either. But sometimes it's a blessing when we do have that family that's like, no, I'm not stopping at this. We right. fighting for yeah. us. We getting this yeah. done. A lot of times that's all it is. Right. Um, this, to switch that and go to a much lighter topic, my question for y'all is this. Have y'all ever supported a command sports team? Like, and what I mean by supporting is like, go watch them play. I have. Um, and I played in a lot too, man. Um, coming into the Navy, man, like all the flag football teams, all the basketball teams, all that stuff, man. Um, and then when I wasn't playing, I went to a couple, you know, basketball games supporting the teams, man. It's just a camaraderie thing, man. You go out there and believe it or not, man, the young sailors ask you. Especially become senior, they'd be like, "Hey, you come see us play tonight. You gonna come see this?" And you yeah. sure. I mean, you ain't got. My thing is, I wasn't showing up like all the time, but hey, every now and then, I pop my head in there, um, and say, "Hey, what's up?" And see how they playing, and, and actually criticize them a little bit, give them a little <laughs> shit while I'm in there, man. You know what I mean? So it's a good time though. What about you, Teach? I've never never actually been at a command that had a sports team, but I have dated someone who was part of a sports, like a military. Um, basketball tournament type thing, and I went to that, but that's really about it. How'd he do? That's that's a much better. That's like a better. You, you got us into a better uh, topic. How'd your how'd your uh, military basketball player person you were dating do in a game? Was he killing? Um, I think he, I think he did pretty well. Yeah, he was one of the top players. Um, so yeah, it was a Marine Corps team. And he used to actually play with the all Marine Corps basketball team until oh, he, injured, he got injured. Okay. So yeah, so he was he was really good. So I think that's probably why he invited me because I think if he wasn't. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. Why that conversation with a win, Tish? If he was garbage, what if you told him oh, if he was garbage? I would have been like, oh, maybe you'll do better next time. Shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted yeah. to embarrass me. Don't have me coming in, you garbage. Hey, yeah, be like, know, bro, hey, I, I, you know, I mean, your boy was out there balling, about, though. Who was that? <laughs> yeah, who was that other player? Who was, yeah, who was that? Wow. Yeah. And be like, hey, you ever thought about playing something else like hockey or something? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, shit, man. I just, I, I got to shout out uh, RSC Barfield. Cause he took that command. He coaching like he was coaching like every team on that command, and they win it like they win it every championship. You know yeah, what I mean? Oh, I'm okay. actually seeing that shit. Yeah, okay, Barfield. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I be seeing yeah. it too, man. It's, it's our shit, last man. command, and that's that's something we didn't like. Damon and I didn't really get into. It was the command we did together. Mm-hmm. We the coaching teams thing. Like that's he actually like he did something to like cement his own legacy. You know, RSC. Like he did yeah. something there that nobody else did. He found something that nobody else did, yeah. did it. And it seemed like he did a great job at it. I'm assuming he should be leaving soon. Gotta or something, be, right? Gotta mm. be. Right. But he yeah. took, he, he then led the basketball team to it. I think like a tournament nice. championship, the soccer team to like a tournament championship, whatever else. So he impacted that command in a way that nobody before him did. And I, I think that's dope. And hopefully that command keeps that, you know, up. Yeah. so that's, that's what made me think about it. Cause I remember when I first got to the command and I went to the soccer game, 
And I was the only one there. Like I was the only person at the soccer game. Uh, like, yeah. Outside of the team. Outside of the right. team I was playing. Yeah. I was the only one on the sidelines. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. And the timing <laughs> of it too was good for him too, though. You know, I mean, at the time with the ship, you know, going back and forth, they're not knowing where it's gonna be stationed at here and there, a lot of underway time. So his timing was beautiful too, man. I, like you said, it's a legacy now that he got, man. Yeah. That's there. So it's good shit. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's another thing I was thinking about when it comes to time, right? Not timing, but time. It's like, hey, yeah. you know, senior, our chief, our match chief, whatever. Hey, can you come watch us play? Well, what time mm-hmm. y'all play? Are we playing at 1730 tonight? And you think about home, your wife, your family, <laughs> your kids, food. The fact that you got to go back to work. Right. And, you know, what you telling these sellers when they ask you to come to the game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you like, right. yeah, I'll make it out. You know, but you probably show up real quick, wave. <laughs> Let them know you it's see them. Yo, I got a body there. How'd y'all you do? I got me? a body there for the game. Oh, so, Y'all know how many, speaking of that, y'all know how many events that I just went to and show face had, like, really dipped out? <laughs> like, if I wasn't running it, like, MWR running it, you know, like, them parties yeah. and all that. Yo, mm-hmm. I'm in there real, I'm in there for, and it ain't, sometimes it's for protection, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, to protect, <laughs> to protect myself or somebody else from me doing some dumb shit. But, like, yo, I'll be in there, and then I'm like, all right, this, I'm not that social, right? So I'm like, all right, this shit dead. I'm about to dip. And I leave Irish exit. Is that race? Is Irish exit like, is that racist or? I, somebody I told me, I hope it's not. I, I was given the term, please correct me if it's, if it's not the right thing to say. I need to look it up. I can look it up. I can look it up in real time if Irish exit is derogatory. Is Irish I never heard it, actually. I never heard it either. Derogatory. The Irish exit, Dutch leave, French goodbye, whatever mildly ethics slur you want to call it is when you leave an event without saying goodbye to anyone. Is it rude? Well, yes, often, but it could also be relatively low-level rudeness depending on the circumstance. They're talking about is the actual the, act. Is the term Irish goodbye offensive to Irish people? Um... No, because it isn't a thing in Ireland. All right, I'm going to go with oh, that. Okay, cool. If, you, if, if you're Irish <laughs> and it is offensive, tell me. All right, that was a real-time kind of like check. Yeah. And that's, that's all staying in that episode. Check in. Yeah, that's all staying in that episode. But that's normally what I do. I slide. Like, like y'all go. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't going about it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah And people be like, yeah. hey, like, I didn't see you leave yesterday. I know, dog. I know. Like, it, it was on purpose. It, 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 purpose. Was that, it was meant that way, bro. Like, like, how long? You ever hit somebody oh, the next man. day like, yo, you ever hit somebody the next day like, yo, how long y'all stayed out there? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how long y'all saw y'all still going yeah. as I was getting up out yeah, of there, bro. man? Yeah. The only, only thing about you when you dipping like that, man, and you at the door and you about to exit, you do that one last look back and somebody catch your eye, bro. <laughs> 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 don't get hey, you turn hate yeah that's a senior senior you, don't get yeah, right. bad. You know, I'm the bad. opposite I'm I'm gonna come late before well, you probably already figured that yeah. but I'm I'm gonna come late because the party really don't start until later and I uh-huh. don't wanna go if it's gonna be lame and so I just figure all right if I go later then I should everybody be able to catch it up. when, yeah, I should be able to catch it when it's everybody's there. All the people don't show up late. They're there. It's time yeah. to eat. 
you know, or whatever. The food, I got to make sure the food is still there. There's still something left and the people so still there. So you catch it. You catching a chief party when the wild chiefs left, pretty much, right? Because the sophisticated, <laughs> the sophisticated like master chief, senior chief, and chiefs, they getting up out there early. They might have yep. bought the sophisticated families, yes. you know yeah, yes. and drove in their sophisticated cars, and they go home to their little sophisticated houses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they get out of yeah. there before any other madness they, start. Before they, they leave in the raunchy, yeah, they leave in the raunchy group. Me yeah. know about the play a little bit. I used to pray for times like this. Yeah. Like this. We about yeah. to hit that floor. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, hey. Might not hear from no Mars. be no looking, too. You know those spouses be looking. Hey, yeah. that's, who you at, uh, that's who you hanging out with when you go to Liberty? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They're breaking it down. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I know who I'm out. I'm out to yeah, I'd have had three iced teas. I'd have had three sweet teas. It's time to get up out of here. The Long yeah. Island iced tea. The Long Island iced tea group is left. You know that. Yeah. yeah that's, my group. that's my group. That's my yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the place down. <laughs> now I can't lie, at the chief at the uh like the khaki balls and all mm-hmm. that. I'm normally normally I'm normally with the group that's shutting it down. We gonna shut the yeah. down. Yeah, okay. yeah, and we yeah. might we might talk through after party. We might talk about right. what, we gonna do, right. what we gonna do next. Me and David right. just saw some atrocities at some oh, some man. We can't we didn't talk about it. <laughs> we didn't intervene in some crazy shit, bro. Woo. Yeah. yeah, we can't Much talk about that. That's a whole, yeah, we can't talk about that. All parties involved, you know. Yeah, what I mean? man, that's the brave, heroic. And we say, I think heroic. we, yeah, I think we save lives out there, man. We save some yeah. lives right there, boy. I'm telling you, we saved a lot of shit. Down. We save, we stopped a whole lot from. I wish we could talk about it because we keep the listeners in the dark. So we got to oh get off of that. God, yeah. We got to get off of that. Yo, somebody yeah. has something in here. What's this in here? Make, yeah, man. So, all they got to do, oh, hold on. All, all they got to do is make chief. They'll see it. It's still going on. That's crazy, yo. It's crazy, yo. Look, crazy. I'm telling you, yo. Yeah, them yeah. anchors, them anchors don't change the way some people get down. You know what I'm I mean? telling you, don't bro. Don't think that. Like some of these young sellers be thinking that, you know, like, nah, yo, where your DD? Do yeah. you know where your room is? Right. Like, yes. It's a whole lot of, like, we need to talk through this. Like, yeah. You know at the end of the day. Yeah. Protection, yeah, like, all right, and and it's like, all right, we we brothers and sisters. That's what we call each other. Mm-hmm. Let's look out for each other, right? And right, that's, yeah. I can't lie, me and Damon held it down. I hate having these like these like hero stories, and me and Damon be a part of them. But we really, <laughs> we like really held it down for people. Like, no, we really, dude, we stopped boy. shit from happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yo, no, that's not about well, to happen right now. Not tonight. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I can't. <laughs> Patrol, not on my show. watch. Yeah, and I'm in, and I'm and I'm Brody in the situation. Like, yo, I'm in there. Like, mm-hmm. I got to do this. I'm coming in there. We getting said yeah. individual out. Like, we take care of this. This ain't right. Like, this ain't right. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But yeah, we got like we gotta get yeah. off that time. We yeah, gotta, gotta get off yeah. that time. Yeah. So yeah, I got. So I got. So I saw this question on um, one of the chats, man. I wanted to bring it to you guys, man. Um, and the question is, is it beneficial to have someone look at your package outside of your rate for chief? Mm. What's you guys' stance on that outside your rate? Well, let's get mm. it from Tish first. Oh, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I don't know if I've ever had anyone outside. Well, I've had a YN, but that was still in the same group. I've never had like an engineer 
to look at my package. Um, but I have heard, heard, so I don't know if it's true, that it is beneficial because it could be somebody in another rate that's sitting, that's reviewing your package. And so they got to kind of know, you know, what it is that they're looking at. But um, yeah, I don't think I've ever had anybody. I've, I've only had LNs and YNs. No, not even any NCs or PS. Well, I think I had a PS before to look at my package too. Um, yeah, I got a layered answer, of course, right? My first part is this. If they set the board, I think yes. You know, if they set the board, it don't matter who it is, I think yes. But then the second part of this for me is I never really, like when it came to mentorship and leadership, I never cared as much as keeping it like in the, as much about keeping it in the department as I cared about just finding leaders that I thought was good to look at my mm-hmm. shit, no matter what it yeah. was. Right. So me, me, like me, myself, I went to like mad different people. Um, cause sometimes they ask those questions, like from out of the department, like, well, what, what is this? Like, what does this mean or whatever? And then, you know, you could talk to them and kind of talk through whatever it means. So sometimes I think it's helpful because the mm-hmm. lack of knowledge that they have about your stuff sometimes might bring up really good questions. Right. Yeah. That's exactly um, what I was thinking too. In the long, along the same lines, man, like a lot of different people looking at it. Period, man. It's going to help you. Somebody going to bring up a question that you say, okay, they not, might might not be in your rate, but they making key on some of your admin stuff that you missed a little bit more because the person in your rate probably looking at straight. I, this your rating stuff. Do what you need. Blah blah. Check 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 yeah. check. But then another person come in. And say, oh man, you you missing the eval. You missing a certain right. date. You missing this out of your this or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think it's hey, never never set yourself up like that, man. Any help? Anybody want to take a look at your stuff? Anybody can get to take a look at your stuff, man. Let them take a look, man. Knowledge is yeah. power. Yeah. And actually, I take that back. I did. Um, when I was a first class and I was at ESG seven, our CMC sat a few boards, of course. And so he had like this record review program that he put a, well, it was like a little brief that he would do. And I sat through his brief like three times. Um, because every time I got something different out of it, it, like he did it for our command and then he did it for like the sailors on the BHR that was, we were embarked on. I sat in that one and then he did it for another group. I sat in that one too. Um, so he did review my package and then our SCL at the time, she was a, um, IT. She reviewed my package also. Yeah. So I did have in the NC, in the NC too. Yeah. So I did have some other people review it. Yeah. So look, this straight off the cuff, I just thought about it real quick. Like, what's a negative like stereotype about LNs? A negative one that yeah, we could are be cutthroat. True. It could be true. <laughs> That's why I laugh yeah. that we are cutthroat. Yeah. But it's very true. Uh-huh. I didn't notice. Like when I said I will when I started entertaining the idea of converting over to LN. Everybody was like, oh, Ellen's a cutthroat. I don't know if you want to do that. And I was like, eh, I'll do it anyway. And I did. And I didn't experience it really until I would say I got to San Diego because then I was in an actual LN command. Before then, I had never really been stationed around other LNs. I got to San Diego and I was. And I saw it. I was like, dang. Like, but because we're yeah. so competitive though. And it's hard for us to get on ships. Um, and I mean, it's just a doggy dog world for us. 
<laughs> they just yeah. they get it in. Yeah. What about you, Damon? What's a negative could be true about engineering, like yeah. a negative stereotype about engineering? Well, well, engineering, I don't know. Well, I'm further want to talk about DC though. Okay, we, all right, we, DC. DC yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for DC, man, it's like we're not real engineers. It's one negative thing. Like we got uh -huh. like the outside outsiders in engineering. The other thing is everybody does our job. Yeah, like that's negative to me. Everybody does our job. Um, I don't think it's true, okay. right? And 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 the reason why I don't think it's true, yes, people do DC maintenance, but uh, if you expect the damage controls to do all that maintenance, you we probably be the biggest division in the navy. I mean, the biggest rate in the freaking navy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you think I'm gonna do all this on a carrier on them amphibs and all this on these ships, we'll be the biggest rate in the navy. So I don't necessarily look at it like that. Do you yeah. think it would be a benefit for to put it all on the the DC rating? It'll be just, a benefit, but, but you can't. It? I, I don't think you can though. It's just too. It'd be mm. too much. Like too, the HMs, sometimes, like a you know, the HMs, let, they got their different. Let me let me know? tell you this. It is like they hate like a thousand some checks a week on a DDG, right? So I can. Think about how many chicks on a big Anfield, how many yeah. chicks on a carrier, like yeah. chicks they doing. It's, it's, it'll be too, it'll be too much, too much. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Damo? It's mine is departmental and I ain't going to put it on EMs. It's departmental and it's that, um, it's kind of true and we perpetuate it. Engineers don't leave engineering. Like that we don't get out of engineering. Like we, like everything is in house based. Like, uh, throughout like people getting in trouble and stuff, but that ain't even what I'm talking about. It's just that engineers, we got this whole world of our own. Can't nobody tell us what to do and we don't break out and impact um, the command as much. That bothers me because some engineers perpetuate that shit, right? So I'm saying it's like, it's, it's, I'm 50-50 with it as far as if it's true or not, you know? And you could, you could give me your thoughts on it too, Damon, but some engineers teach like really be like, well, what, what the hell I need to get about the spaces for uh, what mm -hmm. I need to get up out of engineering for? Like, what do I, and we got some good leaders in engineering, but a lot of them, and I, I see it a lot on like the first class side. You know, I'm like, hey man, you good here. Why don't you impact? So when I'm talking about collaterals, I'm never talking about collaterals for the sake of the collateral. I'm talking about it for the sake of the ship. Like, hey man, like, like you could impact the ship a whole lot. You've been doing a lot of EastWatch training in the department. Why don't you just become like the EastWatch coordinator or the co-EastWatch coordinator, first class rep? For what? I'm I'm in engineering or whatever. It's like, yo, come on, get up out of engineering, man. The whole ship needs your impact, mm -hmm. you know? And that sometimes even our khaki kind of state, as some commands I've been to, even engineering khaki kind of state within engineering like the plan wow. it's like hey we need to spread out spread our wings and I, now i could be off damon but that's like kind of my observation about engineering that sometimes we perpetuate it's some engineering chiefs and well engineers that extend themselves out of engineering but a lot of commands i've been to and i'm not talking about the command i'm at right now but a lot of the commands i've been to engineers just kind of stay in our own bubble and, and and it comes from the top, man, to be honest with you. It comes from the top. I have been in several commands, man. I heard my top snipe. I didn't heard my chief engineer. Hey, I don't care about none of this noise. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I care about, I'm going to take care of your sailor. I'm going to take care of you guys in engineering. You're right? But then when you hear that coming from the top, that's kind of all you know. I'm not right. a big fan of it, you know, um, at all. 
And I tried to lead by example, man. Like they made, I was a section leader. You know what I mean? Things I try to bubble out of there a little bit, but it, it, it's hard too, though. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't easy to get out of there. But at the same time, if you ain't taking advantage of these opportunities, man, like that's, that was my whole biggest thing. I used to tell sailors, man, take advantage of the opportunities that's there. I mean, right. you always going to be able to do your job. You always going to be able to do your thing down in engineering. But, you know, if you want to, you want to set yourself apart a little bit, take advantage of this stuff that's out there. Yeah, and I and I always think that. I always think like an engineer who breaks out of engineering and impact the command is unstoppable, yo. Yeah. Like if an engineer could do that shit, man, yo, career wise, you good to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's my thoughts on that. Like you good to go. You standing out. You like yeah. it's a good thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Beehive. Shout out to the Beehive. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Man. <laughs> Shout out to Blue Ivy. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. Blue Ivy did her Blue thing, Ivy man. Killed yeah. it. Yes. The bravery. The bravery. Yes. The heroism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, we came in our silver ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. What should do yeah. better, Tish? You gotta do better. Um, I know Tish ain't got no do better. Tish don't got no do better, y'all. She she no. she 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 got do better again. She ain't got to do better. Tish about to, hold on. Tish about to come up with something, but I'm letting you guys know Tish don't have to do better. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. <laughs> Why she think? <laughs> yes, yeah, again, y'all. What, 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 what's your do? What's yours, David? Well, my do better is my sleep doctor, man. Uh huh. So let me tell you about my sleep doctor real quick, man. Like I go in there. And they, you know, they can track me on my app on when I'm on, on the machine and all this type of stuff, right? So I tell the guy, hey, my, the, the one I got for my nose, it doesn't work for me. I'm waking up all during the night, blah, 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 coming off, all this type of stuff. He said, don't worry about it. Don't use that one. We're going to send you another one, right? It yeah. covers your nose and mouth. So guess what? They sends it to me, comes in. It's not a freaking mask. Some whole different other shit. So now it's like a month go by. I'm calling this guy, boom, boom. Finally get in touch with him. A week later, they sent it. So now I got a month that I I wasn't on the mask. Right? Mm. So I goes in there to the doctor to see him. He bring up that I ain't been wearing it. So I'm like, (laughs) well, the reason why I haven't been wearing it because blah, 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 blah. I I explained all this stuff to him. Well, you need to wear this. And I'm like, in my mind, I ain't had no mat. We going back and forth because I didn't want to let him make it. I didn't want him to keep saying the same thing that I'm saying the same thing. Well, sir, I would have wore it if I would have had it. He said what he got to hear. What he said what he had to say. And then he came up and threatened me a little bit, bro. He said, Mm. if you don't wear it, I'm going to have to get this little thing they call they put in your chest and it comes under your tongue and it helps you with your sleep. Like a cure. It's, It's a name for it. I'm like, nah, I ain't trying to do that. I said, I'm not trying to do that, but if I had my mask, I would have wore it. Yeah. So I came right back around to what I said. <laughs> but it's the fact that we going back and forth on something that you supposed to provide me with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's my do better. Doctors, sleep doctor, you need to do better. Don't threaten me yeah. with no bullshit. Is that, do I'm better. gonna put you to sleep. I'm gonna put you to sleep. You keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um, yeah All so. right. I, I got mine. If oh, you, you ready? You wanna go? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead. So, teach. Get it. Get it. Get it. While it's still in your head. Get it while it's right, your brain. No, right? I don't think I'm gonna forget this. So my do better. I don't know if it's Ticketmaster or Sci-Fi Stadium, but they tried to play us with our tickets. Mm. Because on Ticketmaster, it said owner suite. We looked to see what was included with the owner suite. 
we get there and they're like, we went to the owner suite and they like, no, you got to go through that door over there. And I was like, that door don't say owner suite. That's just a regular, that's just regular seats. So he was like, no, no, you got to go down there. So we go down there and it's like some chairs that they put behind the VIP section. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I yeah. went back over there and I was like, nope, this ticket says owner suite. That says owner suite. I need to be in there in somebody's right. suite. So we ended up like going back and forth and they called a manager out. They gave us bracelets and they were like, that'll give you access to the the free food and the, and the drinks. But then you got to go back out to your seat and you got to sit in your seat. <laughs> We'll no. take the break to this, but that still ain't going to work. We ended up in a suite. <laughs> so so I don't know still. if it's sci-fi or if it's ticket bastard, but somebody need to get this shit together. Because if my ticket says owner suite and I buy it and I pay the price because I think it's the owner suite, I need to be sitting in the owner suite. In the owner suite. Most definitely. Most definitely. Hey, hey, Dumbo, before you go, man, I got a quick little story about my tickets too, man. So I told you guys we got the hookup on the tickets, right? Yeah, dudes give us the hookups. We get the tickets, and you got to go through all these little layers of little little things you got to go to to get to your seat. So we get a ladies' our tickets, and our ticket says not valid, right on the bottom. It says not valid because they 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 tickets that they give to their employees and shit, right? Uh-huh. So it says like not valid, right? So we get there, we ain't say who gave us a ticket. We ain't say shit. The lady went in on us. Well, I don't know why this says nothing valid. She started calling people on the radio and shit. <laughs> I was about to get escorted out. <laughs> so, dude, so on the radio, the guy who gave us the tickets was overhearing it. So as we walk in, as they escorting us back this way, he comes through, bro. Comes through, tap the lady, know they with me, they good. And he walked us all the way in. If he would have walked us all the way in, bro, we, we had to go oh. back to our original seats, bro. <laughs> So you do better t-shirts probably means that you would never ever be in a position that I'm in for my do better. Like, like <laughs> from hearing that and hearing story about how you trace the dude down and the FBI and all that shit. Yeah, but before I get into my do better, I want to um have a, a transparent moment with my mentor and my my friend, my brother. <laughs> co-host and my mentor, you know what I mean? And that's that's you, David. You know, so check it out, man. You know, I told you in the text. And honestly, Teach, I would have a transparent moment with you, but like you ain't even respond. So like you kind of you where you at with yours, you know, we got to talk offline. You know, I, you know, with, with yours. But then yeah, man. Um, you know, so I text you, you know, we got a text group for the listeners. We got a group chat. We talk to each other about topics and different things. And we just actually, we talk to each other every random, like randomly Damon to say, Hey, happy Friday, people. You know, that always throws me for a loop. Like, what is David so happy about this Friday? Sweet but, um, kid, bro. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, yesterday, right. I was locked out of my car. So I communicated it with, you know, my friends, co-hosts and stuff like that in the group chat. And um, you remember what you said after I communicated that I was like out of my car, David. You know, so so we have been talking about some other stuff in the group chat. We have been talking about a couple things about logging on because we trying this new thing and all of this. So I said, so Damon, I said I'm locked out of my car. I'm locked out of my car on base, y'all. And his his response to that, so I said, 
Life is good. I'm not gonna watch the movie tonight just because how like everything is fucked up now, man. I'm I'm in I'm in a jam. And that's what he said. This was his response. He said, Oh no. That was his response. It's oh no. I'll try to log in on he said, I'll try to log on in a few. And then right after that, he sent another text. I logged on. No, probably not right after that. So after I said that, he said, Oh no, I will try to log in in a few. So he didn't give a fuck about me being <laughs> Locked out of my car, guys. You know what I'm saying? He didn't care about me being locked out of my car. Oh no, it was just so superficial. Oh no, it's like yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna try log in a few. Like it's like what I just told you, man. Like let me add. Go ahead, double. Go ahead. Like he didn't ask if I was safe, where I was located. Like even the locksmith company asked you that. Are you safe? Are you in a safe space? Like where you located? My mentor, though, my mentor who was on paper as my mentor did not say, "Are you safe." Man, let me let me. Dumb. Well, first I'm gonna say I do care. <laughs> I want to get that out the way. <laughs> the sincerity. Damn, yo. Second, hey, the second thing is, where I want you guys to know, man, it, it was so crazy to me, and and no shit, it didn't even. I wasn't even like thinking about it like that though. The whole time we have this conversation, I wasn't even like thinking like. I mean, I should ask them, was he okay or not? You know, and we even thought <laughs> until he had to know to call until, me. He called me on the phone. He called me on the phone. I <laughs> called him on the phone. So I called him on the phone. We having a conversation. We talking for a few minutes. I think we're talking about one other guy who trying to get on the on the pod or whatever. Right? Yeah. So we talking, and um, at the end of we talking, I'm thinking we about to hang up. He say, "Yeah, man, you know, I locked out my my car." So he brought it back around yeah. again on me. Yeah. And I'm still like not really like thinking about it until I hung and we hung up. Right, I was man. like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like on my car, David. All right, man. I'll holler. Salutations. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Catch you on the flip. <laughs> Catch you right on the but flip. You know what, man? From now on, everybody, from now on, I'm gonna catch all these little things and I'm gonna, I'm gonna show more support to Dumbo. And Tish about things because on that low, I ain't gonna lie to after I hung up the last time, I'm just, then I start thinking about it like, shit, I think Dumbo wanted me to, like, you know what I'm saying? I care about I'm sorry, Dumbo. I'm apologize, Dumbo. I'm apologizing. Yeah, hey, uh, so here's, here's my do better, oh. right? It's me. I need to be more patient, right? That's where this story kind of gets to. I need to be more patient. So I went to the gym yesterday, worked out, come home from the gym. I see the trunk of my car is open, right? So when I go to the gym, I put my keys and my wallet in my backpack, in like a, a bag. So the trunk of my car is open. So now I'm mad, but I, I'm about to go to Walmart. I got to get some stuff or Target or somewhere. Who knows? So I, I toss my bag in my trunk and I, I fill my pocket. And I'm like, all right, there's something in my pocket. So I'm thinking, hey, the car keys. Soon as I shut the trunk, I'm like, oh, shit, my wallet's in my bag. But then I'm like, my car's locked. So I reach in to get my keys and it's a lock. Like a, a um, because I live in a barracks. So I got, I don't have a fucking hundred locks. So ever since they hit me on not having a, I got hit on not having a lock. I'm, by my, I'm in a room by myself. But yeah. Ever since they hit me on not having a lock now, I take the lock off my locker and I take it to the gym. So I had my lock in my pocket. It wasn't my fucking keys. So mm. now my wallet and my my wallet and my keys to my car are in the trunk of my car and my car is locked. 
So I'm fucked, right? Now, the worst part of all this is that I live in the barracks, right? What makes that the worst part of all this is I have sellers that live in the same barracks as me. And as their senior chief, I don't want them to see me locked out of my car. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? As a leader, like, how can I let that happen? You know what I mean? Like, like, what the fuck, yo? Senior, hey, senior. You need help, senior? Like, what the fuck is going on? I'm good. I'm just standing nah, here in 95 degree weather, sweating my ass off, walking <laughs> around on our base, trying to find somewhere with good service, right? So I call my wife, and this is where me needing to get more patient kind of happens. I call my wife, and I'm like, yo, what happened when you was like, because she was locked out of her car. And I kind of helped her through it. I was all calm. I helped her through it. I wasn't really frantic uh, yesterday either. But it was OnStar. So she was able to call OnStar and like set up an account because I don't think she ever did it. And um, she was good to go. So now I'm on the phone with OnStar, like a 20 minute uh, conversation. And then the guy says, oh, I just looked at your OnStar record. You haven't had OnStar since way back. And that's how you said it. Since way back. You haven't had OnStar since way back in 2020. So like we can't, he's like the only way you could set up OnStar is if you push the OnStar button in your car. But you can't get in your car. I'm, yeah, I know I can't get in my car. Because your keys are stuck in your car. So here's what we could do, right? So the option was pretty much that they could schedule roadside to come take care of it, but it would cost $95, right? Yeah. Me and my wife like, man, I don't know about this. We don't want to pay $95. So I, the roadside wound up calling me. She like, I can help y'all out, but it's going to cost money. Boom, boom, boom. So I asked the lady, I said, hey, look, so this is the situation I'm in. I'm on a military establishment. I'm going to have to escort this person on anyway, right? So I'm like, I'm going to be wasting my time if... I go talk to the MAs and the MAs say, hey, we could just get you in your car, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me, let's do this. She's like, all right, you just call me back. I was like, yeah, let's do this. So here's where I need, this is where me and my patience kind of comes into play. Soon as I get off the phone with her and I'm walking towards the MAs, um, I call another tow truck uh, company. I go to Google and the first thing on Google, I call, right? The first thing on Google is normally not the thing the call, right? Yeah. So I called the first uh, not tow truck, the first locksmith to get in, in the car thing. I called him. And then I go talk to, uh, oh, and then I call my insurance. Because I'm like, yo, my insurance probably takes care of this for free, right? I got the roadside insurance to do this for free. And they, they the insurance does do it, right? They take care of it for free. So now I call the, to- the, uh, the, the locksmith and I call the insurance, right? So I got two people kind of pending. Don't know how much the locksmith charged, but I know the insurance do it for free. I get to the gate and I talk to the MAs. The MAs say they can't get me in my car, right? Because pretty much now I'm going to cancel it, right? That's the kind of person I am. Let me call 100 people. It's better for me to ca- whoever come first, that's who's going to do it. And then boom, right. I'm going to cancel, cancel, whatever. So the MAs, they can't do it, right? And I talked to somebody else today on my job. They was like, yeah, MAs used to do it, but now we can't because uh, when people, things got broken, uh, they was like filing claims against them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the MAs couldn't do it. So then I'm like, hey, I don't have my ID. So will I still be able to escort this person on base? And they like, yeah, as long as you stay on this side of the gate, you good. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, cool. So I go, I go make a... now. Phone service is bad on a base. So I now and I go somewhere where service is good and I call um, the company that the insurance 
hooked me up with. And I tell the company, the insurance hooked me up with, uh, like, hey, I'm on a military base, so I'm going to have to escort whoever the person is on base. So I need them to call me so we could kind of talk through that. And that's what the dude said. He said, yeah, his name is Mark. And in our company is Papa Lock, right? Papa Lock, right? That's what he said. So right after I hung up with this, this, I got a phone call and the, you know, the dude's like, where you at? You know, I'm like, I'm on base. The dude like, all right, I'm 10 minutes out. And I'm like, yo, are you with Papa Lock? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm with Papa Lock. So I'm like, cool. And he, and he like, just come around. So I come around and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Whatever, whenever this Papa Lock dude come that the insurance kind of recommended, I'm going to cancel the other joint, right? So now the Papa Lock dude comes, he's in like a damn Honda Civic, you know? And I'm like, you know, and the gate dude, the gate dude like, yo, there's your, there's your, um, your, your guy, that's pot, that's the lock person. And I'm like, damn, I was expecting a truck. The gate dude like, yeah, yeah me, tow truck. Yeah. me too, you know? And the dude like, yeah, my truck kind of messed up. So then we going on base. He's like, damn, I'm on a military base. I'm nervous. We kind of, let's get to this. Let's get to this. Car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, colors, you know, that colors about to go down. I'm like, yo, I'm, five, oh my I'm like, God, in five dude, minutes, bro. man, I'm going to be like, so when he gets to the car, he about to start doing it. I'm like, yo, in five minutes, I ain't going to be able to do nothing. Man. You know, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. You're going to see me. I'm going to freeze. And it is what it is. <laughs> so, you know, we driving and I ask him again. I said, are you with Papa Lock, man? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm with Papa Lock. So I'm like, all right, you know, this dude might think that I think any locksmith is Papa Lock and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm like, yo, it's a company, Papa Lock, that that's who I'm supposed to be dealing with. Are you a part of, he like, yeah, man, I'm a part of Papa Lock. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we, you know, we get to the car. He like, yeah, this going to cost 150. I'm like, yo, we just evaded, I just evaded the 92. And I'm like, yo, the insurance company told me that Papa Lock wasn't going to charge me nothing. That is free. It's, it's in my insurance, my insurance company. He's like, nah, it's not really free. You pay it. And then the insurance company pay you back. And I'm like, that wow, sounds about hate. right for insurance companies. I don't really trust insurance companies anyway. So I'm like, damn, the insurance company bullshitted me. It's not free. Right. So I'm like, cool. So he gets in the car, right? He opens the joint. He put the, you know, the little things in there. He get in the car. He opened the car. I get to the trunk and I get my keys. Colors go down. Right after colors, I get a phone call. Yo, this Mark from Papa Lock. <laughs> Yo, this Mark from Papa Lock. Oh my God. Uh, I'm 10 minutes out. He said, I'm 10 minutes out. I said, bro, I just got in my car, Mark. And he was like, like, what you mean? I was like, I just got in the car, man. I said, I got a guy here. He's like, where is he? I said, like, he's right there. Like, I'm looking at him. Like, he's saying he from Papa Lock. And I'm like, now I'm about to have to get this guy $145. And Mark was like, Mark almost got mad at me, David. Mark was like, teach. Like, Mark was like, man, I would have done it for free. Like, 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 I was supposed to do this for free. So then I look at the dude that was saying he was from Papa. I was like, yo, man, are you from Papa Lock, man? He's like, yeah, man, I'm from Papa Lock, man. You know, and then he was like, Papa Lock, he was kind of talking about Papa Lock like it was Uber or like TaskRabbit. He's like, Papa Lock is just like this other company and they get other people to come around, you know, and do whatever. So then, you know, after that, I'm, I'm in my car. I'm done. I'm got, I owe this dude some money already. I'm like, how do I pay you? 
He like, you could go. So now I can't find my wallet. I had like my wallet got stuck between. It's just a bad day for me. My wallet got stuck between the thing that go from the back seat to the trunk and like kind of like the whatever. Yeah. So the dude's like, you know, and I'm like, no, I got $150 cash because we, we did an anchor auction or whatever. So I had some money. So, so the dude's like, yo, you could do cash app. You could do Apple pay, <laughs> whatever. Right. And like nothing that's official. Like, it's not like I could use my credit card. He got a credit card machine or nothing. Right. So he's like, and then I'm going to just, you know, he's like, I'm going to give you the receipt. But mind you, I'm kind of pissed because like the Papa Lock dude was on the phone with me now. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at this other dude saying he was Papa Lock too, you know? Mm-hmm. So then the dude, he like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you, I'm going to send you your receipt and then you could call your insurance company and they give you the money back. So he, <laughs> so he speaks the text in his phone, right? So I'll give him $145. He speaks the text in his phone. Receipt. Like, that's what you do. <laughs> like, receipt. <laughs> he like, yo, he's like, he like, yo, you should get this. Oh he's like, you should get this in a couple minutes. All right, I'm at a fact. It should come to you right now. But if it don't come to you right now, it'll be here in a couple minutes. He leaves. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. I'm got. Yeah, you know, gotcha. his, his company, yeah. his company hits me up then and like, hey, you know, um, we calling you about the payment. How do you intend to pay? I'm like, I just gave this dude 145 dollars. Like, like I'm not giving y'all nothing. You know, then the other, then the company called me back later again. And the lady was like, hey, I just want to see how everything went. How, how, you know, you know, and I'm like, he said he was giving me a receipt. I was like, he spoke the text in the phone, <laughs> but I ain't never <laughs> get, get, get no receipt. You know what I'm saying? And the lady, the lady like, oh, okay, I'm going to work on that right now. <laughs> and then she oh hung up. She hung up and I guess she's still working on it because I, I still ain't getting <laughs> still a receipt. Like, God, still ain't getting a receipt, right? And I know I'm not oh. going to get one. I, I knew in that moment that it was over for me. I was talking to my wife about it because y'all started Angelina about it. She's like, they got you, boom. And I'm like, they didn't really get me. They did exactly what they're prescribed to do. Help somebody that's desperately in need to get into their car. I yeah. got myself because of my impatience. I should have just went with my insurance company, called my insurance company and stuff like that. My insurance company wound up calling me to follow up, cancel. Now when I pump faked on them, you know, you, you call, you had an issue, you pay your money all the time for us. The, the moment we try to help you, Boom, you're not there. And then mm-hmm. when I talked to her, I'm like, she was talking about, and then uh, for reimbursements, she's like, we can only give you $50 to reimburse you for a lock uh, getting in your car anyway. So the dude was just mm-hmm. bullshitting me from the beginning. Because when this company called me and I asked her, the lady at the company, I was like, is this Papa Lock? Because meanwhile, my dumb ass is still thinking that they both work for Papa Lock, <laughs> but the one dude was just coming off the insurance. So I'm like, is this Papa Lock? She was like, no, this is... uh. Some other lock name company. I was like, oh, so this shit. Like, this dude was just, you know, wow. just getting me the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Was the price the same? Like, did she tell you like a price that they would typically charge, or did he charge you more? Yo, this. So the way this company worked, which in hindsight, like, just based off you asking that question, it made me think about something. She didn't tell me a price. She asked me how much did he charge me. That's what she did. Mm. She never. She never gave me a price. She said, how much did he charge you? I was like, 145. She's like, mm, okay. You know, he's getting in the car. Like, like, dummy. She's like, man, gotcha. Got you, man. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Yeah. So that was, that's my little story. It's all about me being impatient. Cause I mean, if somebody else didn't have insurance, they needed to get in their car, whatever, that would have worked out really well for them. But for me, mm-hmm. 
No, should have thought that through. My mom listened to this episode. I hope she don't call me and talk about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, they got you. They talk to you like, come on, mom. Y'all was out there selling them dinners, man, for me to get that car. <laughs> <laughs> She about to sell some more dinners for your, your pop a lot. Yeah, I need this 150. I need this 150. That might be the name of the episode, pop a lot. Pop a lot. But yeah, that's, He's that's like, my. I'm whoever you want me to be. I'm whoever right, you yeah. looking for. Yo, you pop a lot. Yeah. Yo, my bad. Are yeah. you international lot? Yeah, I'm international yeah. lot. Yeah. 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 I can do your tires too. You need me to do something with the tires. I can wash your car. I can do whatever you need me to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Sorry guys. Hey, so I got I got some I got a couple things, man. I got some uh couple of random little thoughts, man. I got a couple of questions for you guys, man. I'm gonna start off with favoritism though, right? Uh-huh. Right? Favoritism in the workplace, man. Um, so I'm gonna give a, a, a quick example, right? Like you got and it's kind of hard to sometimes um kind of find out or figure it out, but you know people go complain because you always got these go-to guys, right? You got a go-to mm-hmm. person. You know, woman, you know, man, whoever they they your they your person that you know can get shit done. Uh huh. Right. How now? Sometimes that could be looked at as favoritism because you always go into that person all the time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how do you, as a leader, handle that? Because one thing about us and part of us is like this: I need to get shit done, and I know right. who I need to go to to get shit done when I need to get it done, but. On the flip side of that, man, is that looked at as favoritism or not? Mm. I guess that's a, a battle that you gotta be ready to fight on the on the opposite end if it ever came down to it. You just gotta be able to justify why you are assigning this person. So to like a, everything, right? A, Say it again. Well, not everything. Like, you don't give it. You don't give everything. Like I try, even if I have like, because I've been in a situation before where I always say like, you fall victim to your own success, and you become that person where you get called on for everything, and it wears you down. And so, because I've been in that position, I try not to do it to other people. And so, I'll try to like call somebody else and have them do it. But if they don't come through, I'm calling the other person. <laughs> Yeah. I'll call the other person quick or I might be like I may tell you know my go-to person hey I need this person to go do this but I need you to like you know accompany them show them how to do it make sure they get it done right or whatever um, but it's hard because like you said like when you're on a time crunch you need it done you need it done right you're doing 50 other things you just need to be able to give it to some that person and it just you know it's going to come back and it's going to come back right and on time so it's hard though. Yeah. I mean, is the go-to person a person that requires us to do less work? Damon? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm I'm mixed with that. I got mixed feelings. Yeah, and I'm and, and, yeah, I kinda know you're going with it too, because I'm in the same same predicament. Yeah. Uh, when I when I looked at this question. Um, so I kinda know what you mean. The the thing about it is is this though, and it's kinda like my quick quick take on it and Tisha goes back to what you said is that sometimes you have to you tell whatever sailor it is hey they got to go do it is your you you finna mm-hmm. go do this now if they don't complete the task or whatever then you can send another sailor or you can do it yourself but the key to this whole thing is is training mm-hmm. right and that's why like if I never taught this sailor how to do it mm-hmm. how am I right. going to expect them to do it on another level right 
but did I go teach this the, my go-to person how to do it? Right. So that's the kind of my difference is it did I bring everybody together at once and say, this is how we gonna do this and this is the training on it, and he go to write up on it, he go whatever I'm doing, and then mm-hmm. they couldn't accomplish the job. Yeah. Right. And I think that's kind of where I was going with it. I saw this some somebody was talking about this on one of my pages. So I was Well, sometimes sometimes that go to person like naturally meets or exceeds your standards. Like sometimes you know, and that's what make that person the go-to person because they naturally, like you never had to teach them. But mm-hmm. these other mm-hmm. people, you might have to stop for a second and teach them your standards, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. that's without the go-to person there. Like sometimes that's without <laughs> you putting a go-to person on a pedestal. Like, oh, well, since you know what you're doing, then then show them because then that kind of creates like tension mm-hmm. too, yep. you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. The other part about it that I look at is like, Sometimes they really don't care and they just want mm. to. That's what I was about to say. The go to person just to create some chaos and they ain't going to do that shit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. no matter what. And that's the, and that's where things get like toxic, murky. you know, yeah, right. or yeah, murky yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's yeah. like, and your heart of hearts, you really don't give a fuck and you not going to do this and you don't want to do this. And you're okay with somebody doing all of this, but you, what you're about to do right here, right now, is complaining because you have the convenience of your emotions while you're like fronting with your emotions. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got the convenience of yeah. your complain. And since I'm in a leadership position, I have to do something about your complaint now. So yeah. it's like, I got to figure this out because it's the human aspect of things. When you really mm-hmm. don't care, you just want to, you know, and that's the part that it gets very murky and tricky. Right. Too. You know what right. I'm saying? So like don't mess around. With, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Tish. I was about to say, I like, I like being in those situations when I do have time. Cause if I got time, I will send your ass back 50 times till you get it right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not gonna, well, I'm gonna half ass this because I don't really care. Like, nah, you're gonna do it till you get it right because they, they know who the go to person is. So they'll kind of be like, oh, well, if I half ass it, they'll just get this person to do it anyway. Like, nah, I got time today. You're gonna get it right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I always think it's hardest on the go-to person and mm-hmm. like nobody else. Like eventually the person that's going to crack is like the go-to person. Right. Like the person that's yeah. not doing shit, they never like... They never of, crack. Yeah, like the genuine, unless they really care and they want to do good. But I, from what I notice about people that really care and they want to do good is like naturally, and, that, and that, this might be a topic for another podcast, but like the self-starter trait, like naturally mm-hmm. just doing shit to show you like, no, I could do this. I got this or whatever like that. That might be a whole nother topic. Like as far as like, where yeah. do we see the Navy right now with people like that? Like, like, all right, you got like, if, if I was somewhere where somebody had a go-to person and I'm me, who I am as a person, I'm a, I'm a show them that they could depend on me too. You know, right. like, yo, let me do this. Cause sometimes like y'all said, you got your go-to person. And then when you do get your other person, that's not your go-to per- to person to go do something. They like mess it up, drop the ball. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then are you indicting yourself because you didn't talk expectations and stuff like that? But what about when that the time that you did do that? And then you like, all right, you know, go knock it out. And then they still drop the ball. Then you like, damn, right. Only person I could really depend on is boom, this person. Yeah. You know, and I'm right. not talking yeah. about, I'm not, I'm just giving the fantasy scenario. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about yeah. me right now. But so yeah. like like you said, Damon, it's a whole lot of variables. When it, yeah. when it come to that, you know, and then it's that whole variable that go to person kind of 
recognizing that too. And it's like, what you leveraging right now? You know, if I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about if I'm the go-to person, it's like, what am I leveraging here? Like, no, let me stop and let me kind of show these people. Hey, you know why chief, you know why senior chief keep coming to me? Or you know why CMC keep coming to me? Or whatever. Now that might cause some hostility or whatever, but yo, let me show you what, you know, what I'll be doing. Or let me show you how I use this Excel. Let me show you exactly what they accepting. So, you know, you could do that if you feel some kind of way about it. But a lot mm-hmm. of times people don't communicate on, you know, in that regard. Right. Yeah. And, and that, that environment starts both ways, right? That environment starts with the go-to guy saying, I'm doing too much. And then it's, it could start with the guy that's complaining because you going to the go-to guy because he got in trouble for some other shit, right? Yeah. He got in yeah. trouble. Now he wants to complain about this and complain about that. But the go-to guy could do the same thing. Like you said, Domo, he can be like, man, I'm doing too much. What are these motherfuckers doing over yeah. here? Like right. every single yeah, yeah, every single person play a part. And like that's the way I look mm-hmm. at ownership, right? The go-to guy could take a look at something. The guy that ain't doing nothing, if they have pure intentions, or our lady that if they got pure intentions could take a look at something. And the leader that's um kind of delegating or whatever can take a look and fix something. All three of those players could take a look mm-hmm. and fix something in that in that scenario, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And Demo, you brought up something that could be a whole, like, it could be a whole nother podcast or something, right? And I was thinking about another thing too, man, like your go-to person, man, that you always want to talk to, you always want to do this, man, is people who want to be a student of whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It could mm-hmm. be leadership. You want to be a student of leadership. You want to be a student of knowledge. You want to, like, you always want to learn something. Right. Those are people who I want to be around. I am, I'm not the, I'm not the never wanted to be or ever will be the all be all, right? Yeah. I'm a student. I'm always learning from other people, whatever room I'm in. It don't matter the room, right? I'm in. I'm always trying to learn. Those are the people who I want to be around also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like soaking up game, like some, up, the humility yeah. shit, like just sitting with somebody yeah. soaking up. So I used to do that with my chiefs all the time. Like, yo, what's up, chief? Uh, like a uh, holiday routine. Let me go mess with Chief uh-huh. in his office watching the movie. Let me go fuck right. with him real quick. Yeah. Right. What up, Chief? What you doing? You know, and just sitting there for like an hour or two hours, just hearing, like just listening, hearing them talk. Yeah, man. You know, mm-hmm. or me talking. So I'm getting some advice, soaking up game. And I think I benefited from it in my career. I think I benefited. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Random thoughts, man. Random thoughts, right? Uh, a Chief um, put on a, the, the VFW page. Um, <laughs> inviting, <laughs> inviting all um retired chiefs, right, to yeah. a function, yeah, right. So you you saw this demo? Saw this no, demo? no, I'm just laughing because you said a chief put on a page and that, that right, was funny. A VFW. This, yeah, that, I was like, that what? was funny in itself. <laughs> like, like just oh, okay, okay. yeah. Just, gotcha, I was gotcha, like, gotcha, where's gotcha, this gotcha. going? Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, so um, they invited all the retired chiefs. So is the response in there? The response was. All chiefs are not retired. <laughs> right? So what he was saying oh is he got gosh, out med- medically, he got out, he got kicked out medically, right? So he yeah. didn't retire from, you know, the name. Mm. So was he invited? So I was thinking about this. Think about this for a second, because the com- they came and come in and back on it, bro. They yeah. come in and back and said, No, we're only looking for retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're only looking for retired chiefs, so it kind of fucked me up, bro. I had yeah. to bring this up, man, because he's like he was trying to make a point and say, "Hey, you know, I'm a chief too." 
Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? It's the point I, he was trying I to make. Retire. I didn't retire. I got was, out, yeah, but I'm still chief. I got chief. out, but I made chief. And then there was the, the funny nah. part, they responded and said, no, we only want <laughs> <laughs> bro. It was a thought, man. I yeah. saw it and I had to bring it up. I may have not explained it the right way, but I nah, wanted to bring it up. No, I totally I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I think you I went, did. Yeah, it was like funny as hell, man. Yeah. Uh, to, the, to, to the retired <laughs> chief. To the retired no, chief. Are you it went uh, to the retired chief? Yeah, yeah. What are you saying to me? No, no. I'm saying I'm talking to the retired chief right now. That don't oh. think he retired. To the retired chief. You do you listen to the pod? You know, because if you listen to the pod, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna treat you like a Beyonce fan. I don't want no smoke with you right now. <laughs> you got it. You got it, baby. You got yeah, it. Man. It's your world, man. We just happen to exist in it, man. If that's how you're looking at it, once a chief, always a chief. That's how you're looking at it, man. You got it. Always he, a chief, man. The thing is, he's not retired, though. That's that's the issue. He didn't retire, yeah. but he was a chief. Yeah. Well, he is a he chief in the corners with his. his he got, he, uh, he got, he, he got out. out as a chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's the thing. Like he, he got retire, out as a chief, though. he didn't retire. Oh, and the post said the... retired yeah. chief. Oh. He got out medically. Yeah. He got out he got out the Navy medically. Oh, so he, right. he wasn't he wasn't is, medically is it, retired. Are you sure it's medically no, or no. Or yeah, he are said, you sure well, he medically said, or did he get forced force kicked out? Well, that was yeah. He, he didn't get that deep, but he just said he got out medically or whatever. Oh, he didn't I say that. Hey, hey, bro, I we don't want you. <laughs> yeah, right, bro. We don't want you at the event, bro. You not retired. You can't come. You can't come to the VFW. You can't come to the VFW then, dog. <laughs> like, sorry, like we're looking for retired. Chiefs, still, bro, I thought a chief yeah. always a chief, though. We ain't looking. Yeah, I know, but we want retired chiefs, though. We ain't looking for active. We just looking for retired, oh, bro. Right. Like, we're not looking for you, man. You right. oh, when, we, when we call the chiefs that got out because of medical stuff, answer <laughs> the bell. They usually retire though. They usually retire them though. Yeah, or you say all chiefs, right? You say you don't say all past right. and present. When we hit that past <laughs> and present, answer the bell, my guy. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, like, if you if there's a medical issue, they'll if you close to reti- close enough to retirement, they'll just most of the time they'll just let you medically retire or they'll let you stay in long enough to retire. The fact that he was a chief and he didn't retire. Hey, he might have hey, hit him with some men. Hey, hold up. They might hit him with some mental health stuff and, and medically. Yeah. They'll steal, Simone, they'll steal. He might have put us on guns, but y'all can't do it. I'm stepping out. Give him a little pay. Give him a little pay and got him on up out of there. I don't know about you know? that. Yeah. I don't hey, believe it. Bro, <laughs> it ain't an event for you, bro. <laughs> when it's your event, when it's your event, come to the VFW, dog. Come to, we, we got you. When we hit, when we hit that VFW page too. That means he's a member of the VFW page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we coming that lady that was scamming. I, I don't get that. Look, come, come through when it's time, baby. Like, 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 yeah, you know, man. What right. are you doing on that VFW page, man? Be, yeah, he on there, man. He on there. Retire, retire, man. Nah. Anyway, man, I got. I, he might listen go to ahead, the pod. Though. I just want to say, if you listen to the pod, shout out to you. You're a beautiful, heroic, brave. <laughs> Person, you know what I I'm know. saying? You got you, boss man. <laughs> somebody, somebody gonna be in there like, no, uh, because my situation. Yeah, we got you, mm. boss man. You know they gonna be once on the TikTok. Chief, once the chief, always the chief, my guy. Always the chief, man. Yeah. Hey man, I'm gonna get to my last thing, man. I know I kind of skipped around a little bit, man. I'm gonna get to my last thing, man. I want to talk about this wardroom. If you guys read the uh, the article about the wardroom and the mess unity, 
No. Uh, by Command Messi, uh, Julio Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, I'm on CD. Well, what's your CD? No, well, before we do that, right, before we go through who read it and who didn't read it. Yeah. Uh, Teach, why why you ain't read it? Let's you know. Let's, it let's be transparent. <laughs> Where was yeah, it that's put a up good there? question. That's a good question. Where was it put uh, up there, David? It's up time to date. Okay, okay. <laughs> like some hours, hours ago, hours ago, Listen, like sorry, four hours ago. Yes, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. ain't and no way I could. I've been I've been trying to get four new tires for the Porsche. Teach me to goes out tonight. No, no, no. That was for the Tesla. These are four told y'all. new tires. Told y'all we heard some shit about tires. <laughs> so <laughs> that was for the Tesla. Now it's for the Porsche. For the Porsche, man. For so Porsche. you know, Damon, look, you know, like let's let's tell the world. Let's tell the world something, man. You ain't work today. You was off, man. You know, like, <laughs> you was off, right? I'm on sea duty, right? So as I'm yeah. rushing off my ship after 1500, knowing I got to record at 1700, I have to eat dinner. The galley ain't open on my ship and ain't no food. So I go, yeah. I stop at the base subway and get me something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I grab something. I don't got time to read that long ass news. Like, that shit was long. <laughs> long. <laughs> That's about the longest shit I've seen in a long time, hey, man. Long. That's Listen. longer than the McPod uh, statements. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I said, I don't got no time. I said, I don't got no time. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be honest with you guys, man. I've been kind of like ready to pie like two, three hours ahead of time, bro. I was off today. I was off today. I'm sorry. I apologize. But I don't want I don't want to look for real talk real quick. I don't want to do the wardroom mess unit because I don't want to give it. I want you guys to read it first. So I don't want to I don't want to talk about it right now, man. We're going to table right. it the next next week, man. We're going to table it. Well, okay. because I think it's a I think it's a good a good discussion. Um, well, can we do one uh, thing with it? it? Can we do one thing? Yeah. Can we rate? Yeah, can up? we rate on a scale our perception of war room mess unity just as a whole, and then maybe get into what we yeah. mean about it next week? Yeah, I, t- I tell you what. So on a scale um, from one to ten. Yeah, on a scale. On a, on a scale of one to ten, man, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a six. And um. Uh, of unity, man, and, I, and I'm gonna say that, man, in a way. No, don't explain. Because, don't explain. We okay, explain okay, next okay, week. Okay, I ain't gonna explain. Yeah, yeah, we explain six, next week. Six. I'm at a five. Yeah, I was. Mm. Like, yeah, that was about to be mine. I'm five. at a five. I'm at a five. Okay. A hard okay. five. Yeah, I'm. I'm at. I'm. At, I'm at a six. I. I yeah, we're gonna explain, but I had some good ones, so I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna trip. Yeah, I'm writing that in our notes. I'm writing that in our shit. We got a guest next week. Hey, y'all, uh, we gonna explain it. <laughs> Oh no no! I, I actually ain't gonna be there next week. We pop a lot, right? y'all. We got y'all. Hey, I ain't gonna be there next week. Okay, we'll do it when we come back. Yeah, when I get back. Oh, you ain't gonna be there. Then we gonna leave. The, Remember, I got to. We gonna leave the listeners. In. We gonna leave the listeners hanging that long. Yeah, that I'm gonna be in Hawaii. But you guys can still talk about it. Don't be in. Maybe I can add mine later or whatever. All right, just quick, like quickly. Then, like, can we do the? Can we do it quickly? Then, just real quick. <laughs> not, not on the, what we talk about, just on, not, on not the why. article. Not the article. Yeah, why you say six? No, no, okay. Why you say six? Yeah. Well, I, I say six because of my experience of who I didn't had it with me doing my time in making a six. I'm not talking about other experience. I have heard horrible <laughs> experiences myself, but for me, man, uh, why I thought it was different because um, some people take what I'm saying. Uh, a little better than others. And I'm saying it because I, I knew like I wanted to know 
my my uh, Divo's path, career path, right? So if I know my Divo's career path, for me, that's letting me know, that's letting my, my Divo know, hey, I care about his career path. Then they choose their path. Then I'm like, man, this guy care about what I got going on. We're going to be a good team. Everybody don't act like that, though. I have had some divos <laughs> that did like I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to make sure you you be that 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 commodore, you be that captain, and that you be whoever uh, uh, uh admiral. But I have had divo, and I'm, I'm under six. We're I'm not hiding six because I had some of them that didn't like that man. They wanted to like run run things, which I'm okay with. But you still got things you have to do. You still have to take what I'm saying, and I'm trying to I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to make sure you got it, you successful and you got to make sure I'm successful, then we're going to make sure the division's successful. If we're not on that same page and that same wavelength, you know what I mean? It's going to be some issues, man. And I'd have had good and bad when it came to that. Um, but efforts from me, bro, I'm, I'm, I be trying, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I be, I be trying, you know what I mean? Regardless yeah. of the situation. So, so I'm at a six. Yeah. Bro. I gave, I gave it a five. Um, I'm trying to get mine out just in case me and Teach got the same one. I can set it first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you go. So, Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gave it a five for two reasons. The first reason is that the uh, connectedness between like two, like you just, like your example is like a chief and a divo that, that relationship, um, are, are, uh, uh, top snipe and a Chang or whatever, like a DLCPO and a department head, whatever. Yeah. Those, um, I think I normally, I've seen good, you know, on an individual level. I've seen them good. Okay. 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 So I got you. In some cases, I've seen them bad, but in, in a lot of cases, I've seen them good. Where I'm at, at, at where it's a five is the actual messes, like the war room and the okay. chiefs, like the whole identities. I never been somewhere where it was cohesion between both of them as complete holes. I don't know mm-hmm. how that looks. You know, right. I don't even know what it's supposed to look like. Is it a world where they coexist as two establishments that work together and stuff like that? But I remember like the last command, it's like, you know, we doing a fucking hot dog bakes or whatever the fucking hot dog <laughs> grills and it's like well is the war room gonna pay any money what's going on with right. this what's going on here so i've never seen that connectedness and i've seen it split down the middle when it comes to the individual level so that's the reason why in short which we'll still get into and yeah. explain a little bit longer why i gave it a five just right middling what about you teacher yeah it, you took it from me this time. Same. I've never, I've never seen a cheesiness and a wardrobe like doing things together ever. I, I have the one experience actually that I have, it was in like a training setting mm-hmm. and it was a JAG core training. And so we had our senior um, enlisted came into the classroom with the um the lieutenant commander jags and we talked about enlisted matters and it got ugly we butt heads um they don't really understand the concept of kind of like what we do and they think when we when we, we're not in the office that we're off lollygagging not they don't understand collateral duties because they don't have to do all of that Mm-hmm. And um, so that's the only, but it wasn't like in a, a command. It was just like 
all of us are TAD somewhere and they put us in the same room to talk about illicit stuff. And it was yeah. just like a, a, a bunch of mis- misunderstandings and misconceptions that they really weren't trying to understand. They were trying to get us to change so that we can be on the side of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I just never seen it. And, yeah. and that's at a hard five because I can't go, I can't go above a five. I can go below, but I cannot go above a five. Like five is like the top that yeah. that's as, as yeah. good as I can get it. Yeah. I, I tell you, man, I, I probably have to back off my six. Now, cause I was talking about from my individual level, like yeah. me individually, mm-hmm. you know, talking. Yeah. I have to go probably with a four or five when it comes to, you know, I actually from a mess to a room being mm-hmm. together. That's, 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 yeah, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. But I tell you what, guys, in this article that we're going to dissect, they gave some examples in there of, of some things you can do and blah, blah, blah. So it's going to be very interesting so when we talk about that yeah. stuff, man. Is the article about officer chief cohesion or is it about war no, it's room this mess? Wardroom mess. Wardroom mess. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's good reason. Yeah, and I, and, yeah, and I like to know I've worked with and had great relationships with like officers. Yeah, and yeah, I and I believe yeah, that if our entities did find a way to like thrive together, I think this shit would be right? so much right. better because they have what we lack. Like I, I like literally think like like they got what we yeah. lack like i think we got experience and I, like this in a, in short we got experience they got knowledge <laughs> and, right. and ways to and ways to practice how to learn and sh- all right like fuck it let's hang yeah. on let's hang that let's really get into that at yeah. a later time Man. i was about to get one example they gave but that's a good topic though it's yeah. a really they good gave topic. An example they gave an example bro it was like what I, mean, yeah. I never did no shit like that it was one of the examples man. i wonder i can't, yeah, wait, I can't wait to read it though yeah it sounds and like I, it might be well even, even though i'm out now and i can't really exercise any of this stuff but you know i might be able to use it in my civilian capacity yeah <laughs> and I, I wonder if people like know that at the end of our episodes like that's like a lot of times we get to like the real fucking shit like if they get through the whole time I got a question for you don't teach man it's, it's integrity it's an integrity question man. you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so I talked to Damon yesterday you know we kind of went through went over a couple of things and we kind of made a couple of things clear and so he knew some stuff but we some stuff we ain't talked to you about you know okay. um, yeah so where I want to get at the integrity is like did you watch the movie teach what movie? Did y'all put a movie? So that's in the a thing? no. All right, that's a no. She ain't watching the movie. All right. Oh, I, I wait, figured. yeah. Oh no, I didn't yeah, watch the movie. I forgot. It. We did say what she movie we're gonna watch. You know, and she I ain't watching. Yeah, she we ain't did say it. we were gonna do the movie for the and I was the one who went in because Damon was all his thing was confusing and then yeah. I went in and clarified and still didn't do it. Oh god. Yeah. So she ain't <laughs> watched the movie. She ain't watched the movie, y'all. You know, we figured that. We got a movie Again. review coming, y'all. We got a movie review and the highlighting our heroes coming at some point we got that coming uh i got it you got any more uh like topics amen no i'm good man all right so i got a book review hey i apologize y'all that i didn't give a book review last week i know i know i know that's the part that y'all been waiting for is the book probably the first time probably the first time bro so i was gonna review dichotomy of leadership no i'm not i'll review that later i just finished this book called flyboys it's called Flyboys, A True Story of Courage by James Bradley. Man, this fucking book here. It's about these pilots in World War II. They called them the Flyboys. And, they, and the Flyboys went different places. They went, um, but in this particular story, 
the ones who went to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, uh, Chichijima, a small island, um, and over and those in over in the Japan and in the island area over there, a very small island. I'm gonna talk about in a sec. What made me start this book is because the namesake of the ship, George H.W. Bush, was a flyboy. He was a flyboy. Mm-hmm. So when I went and checked in with my commanding officer, he, um, damn, I just gave up the name of the ship. That's the first time I named the ship on this pod. Fuck it. So when I checked in with the <laughs> commanding officer, he bought up uh, Bush and he bought up flyboy. So Bush was a survivor. He like was the only one of these flyboys who like who survived like he actually made it off uh he he didn't get captured or whatever like that then it was like another one who like made it off the island but outside of that um the eight of these sailors who were pilots died on the chichijima islands and i'm not gonna get too deep into the story so if you read the story you like oh he he missing this part he missing that it's because i'm not getting too too deep into it i think in this it's an essential read for every seller period, right? So a lot of these pilots, you know, they they got their plane shot down, they fell in the water, um, they got pulled out of the, the water into the Chichijima Islands where these Japanese soldiers pretty much uh, killed them, you know? Ate them, like ate parts of them is um, cannibalism here, like eating livers, um. eating skin, flesh, um, uh, beheadings, um, bayonet bayoneting them to death, bro. They used to like put a circle around the heart so that you don't bayonet the heart. Like you bayonet, you just keep three minutes of just bayoneting, taking turns, just stabbing and killing these guys, man. I think the oldest one I believe I read who died was 25. And the youngest one I believe was 19, but might've been 18. And most of them were between 20 and 22. Young guys, man. You know what I'm saying? Getting Mm -hmm. like, just, just dying in some of the most brutal ways. Some people being beat to death. Uh, it was other soldiers who were caught and like the doctors of that time performing surgery on these soldiers while they were alive. You know, like just doing shit, pulling their lungs out, like while they're alive, drilling through their brains wow. and trying to see what parts of the body move as they like just drill certain parts. And it's just crazy torture, war crimes, all types of stuff. This book is just, uh, it's really crazy. But the reason why I believe that everybody should read it is because it's one of those precautionary tales, man. This really could be any of our 20 year old young, uh, Sailors, soldiers, Marines, um, even us. It could be us. You know, officers was officers were getting killed. Uh, mm. Enlisted members were getting killed. And enlisted members could get killed faster because it was like they don't know anything. Like, what's their value? You know, even a couple of these dudes wound up befriending some of the soldiers on the other side, you know. And eventually somebody still wound up coming and getting them, killing them, beheading them, tying them to a rope. Um, starving them, you know, it's just crazy because this was a group of soldiers at this time during World War II. The Japanese, a lot of these soldiers, they, they, they knew they wasn't about to win, you know, in, in this war. They just, it was like, yo, we're fighting to die. Like they gonna have to right. fucking kill us, you know. They just gotta kill us. Like that's a hard war to fight when they not looking for leverage really at this time, you know. But these Chichijima Islands, though, it, this was a 
a secret story that was hidden from the families of the victims. Like these guys, family members never knew for the most part. Like when this story finally came out, it was only one living like a parent who was 97 years old when she finally found out the story of how her son really died or whatever. Some of the Mm. other people's family members were descendants and stuff like that. And they found out how their family member died. But for years, the Navy kept the shit secret about how these guys died, that they was, that they were like eaten and like all types of shit. Like it, it, it never was, it never was exposed to the families. It's just, Hey, is your son went missing in action or whatever, you know? And the family were like, Hey, well point out Chichi Jima Island and they like, and point out where the plane crashed. She's like, Oh shit, that's very far. You know? So mm-hmm. Bush, Bush made, I think a sub or a boat grab Bush right before he hit the Island. But if he would have hit the Island, George HW Bush, if he would have hit the Island, he would have suffered the same fate, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. arrested, eventually bayoneted, Barry head chopped off and then fucking um, yeah. cannibalized. And the way they got caught, you know, was after the war, the way, you know, these, these, uh, the, the Japanese soldiers eventually got caught. The stories wasn't adding up. Like the story, you know, so they, they finally, you know, shit finally, you know, shit finally happened. And they talk about, you know, whatever happened to the flyers, Japanese soldiers was like, Oh, they got proper American burial, stuff like this. Uh, and then they had to sit, so the like our army, our top brass, they like, all right, let's go over and let's talk to people because it's like some of these stories don't add up. And it was a whistleblower, of course. Somebody said some shit happened over there that wasn't supposed to happen. So when our when when our top brass started investigating and they start asking these questions, all the Japanese soldiers at the time, and, and shout out to Japan. I know we friends and all this. I'm talking about an old story. But um, they all was like, they had the same story about everything, how the shit crashed, uh, like the direction that the planes was going at, everything about uh-huh. the sailors. They knew everything except for what these people was wearing. That's the one thing that mm-hmm. none of them know. Like, it's like, well, what they had on? And they like, oh, shit, we don't quite remember. He's like, how y'all know everything? Mm-hmm. Flight patterns, this, 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 but y'all don't know what they had on. And then mm-hmm. they was looking at the materials on the... um. So pretty much, so pretty much, he's all right. We're gonna go check out the graves. If y'all did a proper American burial, they should have crosses at the headstones and stuff like that. We're gonna check out the grave. So you're like, they go over to check out the graves, the damn, the headstones and shit, fresh. So whenever he's like, we're gonna check out the grave, my man called back to Japan or whatever. Yeah. Yo, hey, go put some graves up. Mm -hmm. Headstones fresh. So that's how they started. Uh, the shit started unraveling. Asking more questions. It started yeah. unraveling. But I would say this, yo. Reed is one of the best written books I've read. I gave it a five star. It's one of the best, probably the best book I read this year. It's a great book, man. It's called Flyboys um, by James uh, James Bradley. Flyboys, a true story of, of courage. It ain't that much in the book about George H.W. Bush because he... He survived. He got away. Right. Yeah. It kind of highlights all of the uh, sellers, uh, pilots who, who, who died, man. It's crazy. Cause while I'm reading it, I'm like, uh, you know, if some of them, I'm like, don't kill Warren Arrow. Like, like, you know, I'm like into it now. I'm like, don't kill mm-hmm. Warren Arrow. He cool. Like he made y'all laugh. He made y'all joke. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. And it's like, fuck. They killed him. Mm. You know, they got yeah. him. You know, so wow. Yeah, man, I wanna add real quick, man. We'll be putting a disclaimer in, man, about how this is Dumbo's the most gruesome, 
you know, review, book review that we ever heard, man. Yeah, yeah. The most gruesome. Hey, <laughs> but, hey as a yeah. read, bro, it was like, you know, because I'm reading about the rape of China, like, like, like when, when, when a bunch of women and young girls and stuff got raped out there, like during the war, when, like, because in these years, like Japanese had like different mental kind of tactics to war. They treated their own young sellers like really bad and stuff like that. But at one point, like they was raping too many people in China. So like the military people pretty much was like, let's organize this a little bit. So they started making like houses for young Chinese women to get raped. And like, so some of them would get raped like 14 to like 20 times a day. Wow. You know? A day and they didn't wow. live long. They didn't live too long like that. Like right. that, you're not going to live that long off of that kind of stuff. It's just a mm-hmm. crazy book, man. Y'all got to read it. Some of the stuff that, and then even on our side, it's things that America did in this book. It's things that America did that was just eye opening too. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, oh, yeah. it, nobody was right on any side of this, but the cannibalism shit was just a little crazy, like way too, right. way too far. So yeah. yes, I'm sorry about that. And that is trigger warning. But this book is incredible. It's horrific. It's scary. It's a precautionary t- tale, but it's a must read. I think everybody should read this shit. Cool. Most definitely, man. The yeah. shit. I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. Fly boys. Fly boys. Man. Should we should we lighten the mood after that or what? <laughs> man. <laughs> Let it go dark. Well, <laughs> you know, I started college back up in October, man. So that's good. I got three. Three classes left, man. Good luck, good luck. Back in it in October, man. So a quick story about that, man. I I was planning on getting out the Navy that you guys already know, man. And I was Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, knock these classes out, man. Man, them classes on my ass, man. Mm. Like I was barely getting through them things, man. Like it was so much. I was trying to hurry up and get it all knocked out before I got, boy. That's the worst thing ever. Now I'm one class at a time. Yeah, man. <laughs> one <laughs> class at a yeah. time, bro. Basically. Got on my ass, man. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I got some Riesling. I'm about to drink me a little glass of Riesling and chill out, mm. chill out for okay. the rest of the night. Uh, we are. I am a part of the drilling section that's running 80 10 drills, but I don't, mm. I'm a UI, so I don't know much yet. So I try to look. I try to look like smart enough that don't nobody like ask me shit, but like dumb enough that don't nobody expect me to do shit either. So it's like a fine line. <laughs> hey, it's like a fine line. Like, yeah, like it always, I always yeah. look like I'm looking at something. You, you ever do like yeah, staring at something, got your hand <laughs> like, Somebody like, oh shit, senior must, like senior, like, like you looking oh, at something, shit. I'm gonna leave him alone. But yeah, right. so, but I'm learning, I'm learning those drills. So when we finish, I'll get into that or whatever like that. Before we yeah. go, Teach, what's, what you got going on coming up? Well, when I leave up out of here, I still have to go find four new tires. Yeah, yeah, Tesla tires too. That's, yeah. No, oh, the Porsche, 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 the Porsche tires. tires. <laughs> and I'm having that. I'm, that's about to run me about 16. I'm trying Damn. to find used tires, but it ain't going to happen because yeah, of no. the, the, the special tires that they got on there. Then they got rims on, on it. So yeah, I'm having a time with that. That's my headache. And it's supposed yeah. to go out tonight at nine o'clock. Somebody's picking it up at the airport. So Damn. if they don't, if I can't get the tires done, then that means they got to get my Tesla because that's the only other car I got available. Yeah, I don't want to get up my baby. Yeah, <laughs> but outside of that, I got something that I'm working on. I ain't said nothing about it yet because I want to wait, but I got something that I'm working on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, 
I'll be talking about oh, that looking later. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I got some jokes out. Oh, I'm you got some shit you working on. Yeah, <laughs> you damn sure ain't did well, well, one pod out of the fucking two months. So I, I know that you ain't working I, on. I, I would say my, <laughs> Listen, now I would say my joke when we stop. Oh, you like Iris? You like Iris? Yeah, like I actually like my video quality. I can actually use this webcam on, spent money on, and this the Logitech that you told me about the first time. So it's it's working fine. Ain't got no cut. We got we got one more test in Iris, and that's post post production. That's when I edit. Yes, yeah. That's the real reason. That's the game changer. If if it's good when I edit, we good to go. But Damon, what do you? What is it you normally say, David? Mississippi, Mississippi stand, stand up. up. Yeah, <laughs> peace out. <laughs>